Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the American Journal. I'm your host, Harrison Smith. Very, very entertaining show we have for you today. Folks, we're going to be talking about immigration here and in Europe. We're going to be talking about, again, the, the war in Ukraine. We won't cover it quite as long as we did yesterday, but a lot of stuff to cover. So let's just get right into it. Here it is, your Daily Dispatch. All right, here it is, folks, your Daily Dispatch for Tuesday, the 27th of February, 2024. Ken Buck unveils resolution calling on cabinet to remove Biden under the 15, uh, under the 25th Amendment. Representative Ken Buck of Colorado introduced a resolution Monday that calls on the cabinet to remove President Biden through the 25th Amendment, citing his mental and physical health. Buck's resolution relies on a report released this month by special counsel Robert Hur, which cleared Biden of criminal wrongdoing. Well, that's incorrect the hill let me just uh correct this story uh which uh actually uh did not clear uh explained which explained biden's criminal wrongdoing okay they did say he was guilty uh for his handling of classified information after he left the white house in 2017 but said he was too retarded to prosecute too retarded. Okay. All right. We fixed that Hill uh, article. So there you go. He's uh, not mentally competent to be tried for the crimes that he did commit. And so Ken Buck is now suggesting maybe he shouldn't run the country and have the nuclear codes. I think that's a, a smart idea. Meanwhile, Donald Trump Jr. receives unidentified white powder in envelope at Florida home. Donald Trump Jr., the eldest son of former President Donald Trump, received and opened a letter containing an unidentified white powder Monday evening, sources tell ABC News. A hazmat team visited Trump Jr.'s home in Jupiter, Florida, after he received the piece of mail, a source with knowledge of the incident told ABC News. The test results of the substance came up inconclusive on what it was exactly, but officials on the scene do not believe it was deadly, a spokesperson for Trump Jr. said in a statement to ABC News. couple options here. Either this is the legitimate action of uh, left-wing domestic terrorists, of which there are thousands, or it was a threat from the deep state who will warn you before they kill you, or it was uh, Hunter Biden and he got the address mixed up. He's just trying to share the wealth, you guys. This is the difference between the Bidens and the Trumps. The Trumps get sent white powder because there's a stochastic campaign of terror against them. The Bidens leave white powder around the White House because they're drug addict degenerates. Meanwhile, Venezuelan migrant illegally in U.S. charged for sexual assault against a minor in Virginia. Renzo Mendoza Montez, 32, has been taken into ICE custody and is facing charges of sexual assault against a minor. So I, I guess we're averaging around one a day at this point, more or less, uh, you know, innocent American people somehow murdered or, or violated by illegal immigrants. I think it's the randomness that's that's the real issue. Maybe instead we can perform some sort of sacrifice ritual to put American citizens on some sort of altar and murder them. We can sign up. It can be a lottery sort of thing. We shouldn't let the illegal immigrants choose which Americans were sacrificing to uh, this this madness of liberalism.
But that's just a suggestion. We'll get more into that later. Meanwhile, in Canada, hold on to your hats, folks. Liberals online hate bill contains $70,000 fines for speech and life imprisonment for hate crimes. So Canada moving closer towards uh, love the gays or go to jail forever. Not a joke. And we'll get into that later as well. Finally, we have this. Britain facing $100 billion tax jump as immigration surge stretches public finances. See, we need immigrants to boost our economy. And now it's going to cost you, the taxpayer, $100 billion because, get this, they're not actually contributing to the economy. <laughs> what? A shocking revelation? No. The plan. The, the plan is working perfectly, actually. This was always the point. Unless you've been living under a rock, you've heard how amazing turmeric is for inflammation, for your joints, your bones, your blood, your organs, your mind, everything. Well, we have Body's Ultimate Turmeric Formula with 95% curcuminoid extract. No one that we know of has it even above 85%. This is the strongest formula on the market, and it's way lower price than some of the top brands out there that are 75%, 80% humanoid. Body's Ultimate Turmeric Formula is amazing. You're missing out if you don't try it. It's discounted right now, 40% off InfoWarsTore.com, and it funds the InfoWar, a total 360 win. You owe it to yourself to try Bodies. I know you'll be amazed. Get yours right now at InfoWarsTore.com or call toll-free 888-253-3139. Bodies, 95% humanoid extract will absolutely blow you away. All you got to do is try it. Get yours now. InfoWarsStore.com. It's Tuesday, February 27th in the year of 2024. And you're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. I think it's time to blow this thing. All right, good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to The American Journal, Infowars.com, band.video. Share those links, share the videos. Just a, a crazy, crazy day we have for you. Sincerely, I mean, even just the source from the Daily Dispatch. Hate online hate bills that'll put you in prison for life. More immigrants killing more Americans. More terrorists, terrorism from the left that that goes largely unremarked. And of course, a president that is somehow capable of contending with our geopolitical. Opponents and wielding the ultimate resolve for nuclear war, but incapable of being tried for the crimes that he committed. Just incredible stuff. I've been in, in awe recently just, just thinking about the way that it just, just news doesn't matter anymore. And I think I've boiled it down to a couple, a couple rote responses, like pre-programmed responses. That the leftists have to uh, news that contradicts their fantastical worldview. And it, it's frustrating because we're, we're still, it's almost like we're, we need an upgrade. We need an update. We really need to come to terms with the fact that nothing matters anymore. It's a sad thing, but it is true in that we're still almost operating under this perceived situation where 
if something is revealed, people will will care. So like, you know, we'll be standing here crying from the rooftops. COVID was a lab leak. COVID was a lab leak. And people, I mean, they get what a big deal that would be because of the intensity of their pushback. When you say things like that, they get from the outset when you say COVID was a lab leak, they're like, no way. No, that can't be true. Cause that would mean that it was man, man created. That, that would mean that the whole, the whole thing was, was the product of some sort of scientific design. Th- that means that it could have been done on purpose. They get all of the implications of what something like that would mean because of how intensely they push back against it. And then two years later, when it's revealed that, yeah, it was a COVID lab, like you would expect some sort of catharsis. You were sitting here like waiting for, acknowledgement of things that we say to be true then they're acknowledged and then just and then just it doesn't matter and it turns out it doesn't matter it just it just keeps going so the responses go in go in one of two like equal or opposite uh, directions either the revelation that should in all in any reasonable society result in like massive upheaval and major political movements and people going to jail it either is just completely and utterly ignored and they just pretend that the revelation never happened, right? So if you're talking about like Russian collusion with Trump, when it's finally all said and done and the investigations have played out and there's no evidence for it whatsoever and then all of the evidence comes out that it was all a setup from the very beginning with the CIA and FBI and Clinton uh, campaign all organizing it and, and planning it out and making it happen you know from the outset they just ignore that it's just like it never happened it's just like they just forgot they just forget that these things are disproven and they just continue on saying the same things they were saying before the entire construct was proven to be utterly fraudulent they just don't care they just keep going it doesn't matter it's kind of what's happening with Ukraine. Big bombshell story, New York Times. Yes, it was America aggressively going into Ukraine, organizing a coup, setting up bases for the CIA, using Ukraine as a proxy army. You would think that a revelation like this would cause outrage where people would go, wait, this whole war was your fault? Wait, you've been telling us Putin is just a aggressive Hitler-like uh, tyrant the whole time, but it turns out that everything he's been saying the entire time was 100% based on fact, and he had a very good reason to invade Ukraine because we had invaded Ukraine 10 years before. You would think there'd be some sort of revelatory process going on there, but but no, but but no, it's just not. They just it just doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter, I guess. So that's one option. Just completely ignoring everything that's revealed. That's contrary to your again fantastical. By which I mean just. Completely made up, completely divorced from reality in every possible regard. Either you just continue on as normal, as if you're, you're, the dream world you occupy uh, can continue forever without needing to actually interpret or contend with reality. That's one option. The other option is you go in the complete opposite direction. And instead of accepting the revelation and changing you know your ideas to to comport with reality you go the complete opposite direction you invert it completely and this is what we saw with uh, joe biden with the uh, inspector general report or the the 
special counsel report from Robert Hur that said that he did, in fact, take classified documents. He willfully did so. He knew he was doing it, and he knew it was illegal, and he did it anyway. And that is a crime, and it would be prosecuted, except he's too feeble-minded to uh, be prosecuted. Now, you would expect, again, that there would be some sort of reaction to this. There would be some sort of attempt to make that work in your worldview, either like come up with a way to twist it, that it's okay this is happening, or go, hey, look, this is really a, a problem. You know, I I, uh, I like Biden, but, you know, this is, the, this is the fate of the country. And if he can't handle a, a trial, there's no way he can handle being president. You know, maybe we should take this all into account. Or you can ignore it completely. Some people did that. But for the most part, what they did was go the opposite direction and instead say that Joe Biden is the smartest, sharpest, most intelligent, most on the ball, most coherent and and you know, his, his words are like poetry. Uh, they just went the opposite direction of what was revealed. So it's all it's all very frustrating because, again, you would think that when your entire worldview is proven wrong, you would you would think about that. You would make decisions based off of the new reality that's been introduced. But instead, it's just it's all just completely ignored. It's very strange that this is the case. It's very odd. That this is the way the world works. I don't get it. I don't understand what hypnotism most of America is under. But I, I want to break it. We have to break it somehow for the love of God. We have to we have to actually have a population that cares about reality. It's without that, what the hell are we doing here? We just we live in a dream world. Uh unfortunately it is in the mind of a demon. It is the de- it is a dreaming of a demon that we are all now having to uh experience so you would think that anything would matter but it doesn't actually actually it doesn't matter <clears throat> and this sort of applies to every story like I mean, just all the stories from the daily dispatch you would think that when you're you're bringing in millions upon millions of migrants on the basis of their economic contribution when you learn that they are exclusively costing you money and you're going to have to pay billions of dollars more for the migrants. And when you bring in migrants to shore up and, and fill up the, the pension fund, but instead they change the law. So you actually have to work an extra five years and never access your pension because all of the money going to the migrants has drained those funds. You would think there would be some sort of come to Jesus moment where they would go, oh, so the thing that we're trying to do is having the opposite effect. Let's, let's, let's sort of reform our ideas. Let's retreat and, and, you know, reform our ranks and see, see what's going on here and maybe come up with a better idea. Instead, it just chugs along. It just keeps going. It's just, it's madness. It's completely insane. But this is the case. This is absolutely the case. So uh, migration, that would be another one. When you're convinced that Republicans are just spouting hateful talking points because they, they hate brown people because of the color of their skin, whenever they say, hey, you know, the illegal immigrants that are coming in, we don't know who they are. They could be criminals, and that could put Americans at risk. Then when you have a couple days in a row where innocent Americans are murdered or raped or otherwise assaulted in, in brutal ways, you would think people would go, oh, so there is sort of a danger with illegal immigration. Okay, maybe maybe we do need to at least take this into account. But but no, 
But no, it just it just keeps going. It just keeps going and going and going. So uh, I don't I don't know what to do about that. I guess we'll take your maybe we'll take your calls on this topic a little bit later in the show. Because how how do you how do you get back to some semblance of sanity when every new revelation it just goes completely and utterly ignored like it doesn't exist. It's very weird. It's very weird. We are living in, in two parallel worlds. There is the real world. There is the liberal fantasy world. And they apparently have nothing to do with each other. Apparently there's no change in the real world that could have any effect on the fevered imagination of uh, the liberal elite and the, the filth they're spewing to uh, the rest of us. It's a very difficult thing, a very difficult thing. And I guess we'll go now to, to clip number 16 because this is kind of a good example of this. Because we're not, and we're not going to talk too much about COVID today, although there is some COVID news. We, we've got other stuff to talk about. But let's go to clip 16. This is uh, Dr. Phil goes on The View and tries to get the women to acknowledge what everybody knows to be true now. And so here you can see almost a clashing of the real world and reality versus the liberal fevered imaginings. And you can see how they just, they just, they just whiff right by each other. It's like they're both incorporeal and they just pass right through each other without any interaction. It's very strange. Here is uh, Dr. Phil on The View. And the same agencies that knew that are the agencies that shut down the schools for two years. Who does that? Who takes away the support system for these children? Who takes them away and shuts it down? And by the way, when they shut it down, they stopped the mandated reporters from being able to see children that were being abused and sexually molested and in fact sent them home and abandoned them to their abusers with no way to watch and referrals dropped 50 to 60 percent. So there was also a yeah. pandemic yeah, going was, on. They were trying to save, they were trying to save kids' well. lives. Remember, we know a lot of folks who died during this. So it wasn't people weren't laying Not around eating bond, but well, you know what? We're lucky. Maybe we're lucky they didn't because we kept them out of the, the, the places that they could be sick because no one wanted to believe we had an issue. Are you saying no school children died of COVID? I'm saying it was the safest group. They were the less vulnerable group and they suffered and will suffer more from the mismanagement of COVID than they will from the exposure to COVID. And that's not an opinion. That's a fact. So it's absolutely true. Uh, well done by, by Dr. Phil. I, I mean, just to be completely clear, no kids died of COVID. No school children died of COVID. That's, that's actually, that is actually true. No school kids died of COVID. <clears throat> and again, it, it, you, you wouldn't, this doesn't happen in people's personal lives. There's something strange that occurs when it becomes an issue like this, where people feel the need to be idiots, to, to willfully disregard what they know to be true. And people don't even do this in their own lives. They, if if you're doing something that you think is right, but you learn that actually it's not solving the problem that you think it's solving and actually it made things worse, you don't just keep going. You don't just keep doing it, right? If you think that your house is being broken into, so you get your gun and, and you go and you, you shoot the intruder, you think it's an intruder, and you turn the lights on, you realize, oh, actually it's your friend trying to play a prank on you. You don't keep shooting, right? You go, oh, my God, I thought I was doing something right. But I, I, something terrible has happened. 
I'm so sorry, that was a mistake. That's essentially what, what we're dealing with here, right? Oh my gosh, the pandemic, it's so dangerous, we have to shut down the schools. Meanwhile, we're all here going, don't shut down the schools, that's ridiculous, you're going to hurt the children more than you're going to help them. They're just like, shut up, you just want people, you just want grandma to die. But then we're proven right, and it turns out that, yeah, we didn't need to lock down the schools, and yes, there has been massive, unrelenting, and to this day, continued huge negative side effects to shutting down the schools. But instead of going, yeah, gee, that was a mistake, they... They can't do – I don't know why they can't do that. They would do it in their personal lives. They made a decision for their kid that turned out to hurt the kid. They wouldn't just keep doing it. They wouldn't go, yeah, but, you know, I thought I was doing right, so it was good that I did that to you. They wouldn't do that. So what What happens? What happens in their mind uh, that makes them willing to do – willing to go along with something that they know to be untrue? It's um, a mystery. If we can solve it, maybe we can save this darn world. But let's talk about one of these issues that happens sort of continuously, actually, as we've illustrated time and time again, because it keeps happening because people refuse to learn from history and reality and what's going on in the world, where you've got illegal immigration into Europe on the basis of economic benefit, saying we need these migrants because, you know, our people aren't having children. And that's a good thing. It's good that the natives are dying out, but... The economy is suffering, and that's the real concern. So we need to bring people in to bolster the economy, fill up the pensions. Oh, look, they're all on welfare. You're not allowed to retire anymore. This just keeps happening. It's France, Sweden, England, Germany. They've all raised their retirement ages recently after having brought in millions of people on the basis of you know, filling the retirement funds. It just keeps happening over and over. Or in Britain. Where they say, look, we need these immigrants. We, they're economically vibrant. We need uh, the influx of people to keep our economy boosted. Then you've get, a, you've got a headline that says, Britain facing $100 billion tax jump as immigration surge f- uh, stretches public finances. Tax burden to rise sharply while public spending per head will barely grow. Rishi Sunak's raid on workers and businesses will cost the country an extra $100 billion in taxes by the end of this decade, just as surging net migration piles more pressure on public services. The Institute of Fiscal Studies has warned then an obvious and inevitable consequence as the vast majority of immigrants into Europe, whether it's UK or Germany, just go on the dole. They just go on welfare and provide nothing, contribute nothing, and fill up the uh, public services to uh, rob the natives of resources while attributing contributing uh, absolutely nothing. So let's first go to clip number two here. This is a YouTuber called Bald and Bankrupt. He usually goes to third world uh, places that are extremely dangerous and travels around. He's a, he's a travel documentary maker. Well, he went to UK recently and discovered some very chilling things going on in Britain to mask the complete degradation of the entire country. Here is Bald and Bankrupt in the UK. Look at this, what they've done here to smarten up the streets of abandoned buildings. Over there you can see that house obviously abandoned, number 66. And here's abandoned too, and I thought actually it was some blinds in a window, but it's not, it's a picture of blinds in a window. And look at this, it's not a real door. It's a picture of a door. I suppose the council want to kind of make the place look a bit better and more up here. Look up here. 
This is so freaky. So it's like a UK Potemkin village, basically. The council, I suppose, to make the place look better, have put these fake windows and fake doors. And this is liberalism. So it doesn't look totally derelict and abandoned. Look at this. Completely empty house, uh, completely empty neighborhood, row upon row of empty row houses with pictures, images of. That's not a curtain. Curtains of a curtain. printed onto the window. Uh, Potemkin Village? Uh, it's sort of the perfect illustration of, of liberal mindset. Do nothing to fix the problem. Cover it up. Make it look like it's not a problem so you don't have to actually fix it or, you know, contend with the fact that your policies have failed. Clip number three is where bald and bankrupt meets a German woman who's been living in the UK for 10 years and ask her about how the whole thing's going. Clip three. I wanted to go, oh, I just ended up in Plymouth. So is it getting better or worse? I never wanted to stay here. No, I'm not going to stay here. I came out the bus. You've been here 10 years. You are staying here. You're never going anywhere. No, I go. Where are you going to go to? Germany. Is it? Because the country is done. I mean, you can't see a doctor, you can't see a dentist, you can't That's get a flat. That's interesting. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like the basic yep. stuff, I'm not talking about like... So are you saying Plymouth's getting worse or Britain's getting worse? Or what's your opinion? Yeah, yeah, the whole UK. I mean, unless you've got like lots of money and uh, big pockets, I think you can compensate somehow. Like, But um, lots of things like... Lots of things have changed. I mean, it wasn't that bad 10 years ago, so people struggling a lot, so... Yeah, people are struggling a lot, can't go to a dentist, can't go to a doctor, uh, can't get a flat, certainly can't get a flat. I mean, you know, real estate in the UK, completely out of uh, out of the possibility of any uh, normal uh, person, as she said, you know, unless you're really rich or, or for that matter, uh, an immigrant. Let's go to clip number six here. While native Britons live in filth, uh, their neighborhoods abandoned, their services out of reach for them uh, but the foreigners in the country well they get everything for free let's go to clip number six hi you probably count as 18. florin's back with his family to collect the keys to his new home it's very very hard to get four bedroom property in borough in hounslow and um, so our team have managed to find you something in Birmingham. 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 Yes. Yeah. And Birmingham. Birmingham's nice. Nice yes, place to yes, stay. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, very nice to stay. So you you will not come back to Hounslow. Yes, okay. yes, yes, yes. So you'll go straight to Birmingham now. Yes. Yeah. Yes, no. no. Okay. Yes. All right. You happy? Yeah. Yes. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. The reason we're not housing more people in Borough is due to properties not being affordable within London. So we try to help them in the long run to find affordable property and a suitable property so they don't fall into the property trap. After two weeks in Britain, Florin and his family have a home to go to, 100 miles away. Bye. Do I think they should have been housed? <laughs> I think it's a, it's, a, it's a yes and a no answer. It doesn't always seem fair, and in this case, I think the verdict will be open. There'll be some of you who'll think, well, and we're glad for them, we would do the same. Others might think, you know, here's another case of the system, you know, being exploited. Is it being exploited or is it working exactly how it's supposed to? Pride for your family. Uh -huh. 
Okay, so there's a uh, what family of, of six or something can't even speak English arrived two weeks ago. They have been gifted a four-bedroom home free of charge. Four-bedroom home free of charge. So just think about that when you read headlines like seniors, seniors sit on the answer to the U.K. housing shortage. Massive housing shortage there in the U.K. Almost 10 million U.K. households living in cold, damp, poorly isolated home, uh, poorly insulated homes as the uh, homes they do have are uh, falling apart. Uh, secure affordable homes are the stuff of fiction. How young writers are responding to the UK housing crisis. So natives of the country can't, can't afford houses. Their houses are dilapidated. The response from the UK is to both cover up the dilapidation with pictures that make it look like it's not dilapidated and to give away four bedroom houses to large families that arrived two weeks ago completely free of charge. Does this make any sense to you? This is what the system's doing on purpose. This is why it's designed, how it's designed on purpose. Please go to InfoWarsStore.com and get amazing products like Next Level Foundational Energy. I don't have time to tell you about it. Just go research it. It is incredible. Just get it and you will be amazed. And then at least you know you're funding the operation. Get a copy of my book. That keeps me on air. Signed or unsigned. Fundraisers to sign copy. The Great Awakening. The plan to defeat the globalists and launch the next renaissance. Infowarsstore.com or triple eight two five three three one three nine. In a galaxy of endless energy needs, the power of turbo force rises above the rest. The force that propels you to tackle your day and face the dark side of fatigue. Turbo force ensures you stay sharp, alert, and at the top of your game. Don't let fatigue pull you into the dark side. Be the hero of your own saga. Harness the power, feel the rush, and take control with TurboForce. Visit InfoWarsStore.com today, and may the TurboForce be with you. I'm not perfect. I'm under a lot of stress. But if I didn't have the supplements we have, we promote, I wouldn't be able to continue to be on air. And when you go to InfoWarsStore.com, you are funding the tip of the spear in the fight against the globalists in an operation that the enemy admits has been the most effective at exposing them. Because we're fearless and we don't back down. We got God on our side. But God needs to work through you. You've got to make the decision to get great products you already need at InfoWarsStore.com. And that is a 360 win. Nitric Boost, without me even knowing, became our number three bestseller because people loved it so much. They had such great effects. Got all these natural compounds that clean out the blood, open up your arteries and veins and capillators, clean out your heart, your brain, everything. Well, we got an even better manufacturer. The other one was great, but one that's even better with even higher quality ingredients at a lower price. So I could never offer nitric boost because it costs us so much to make. And now we can offer it for 40% off. Infowarstore.com, nitric boost, finally back in stock. 40% off out of the gates. The InfoWars Live Silver Bullet Colloidal Silver has finally returned. To celebrate this powerful product's long-awaited homecoming, we're slashing $10 off the asking price, passing the savings on to you. Silver Bullet is the answer to Alex's extensive search for a powerful colloidal silver product that utilizes high-quality processes that has applications for both preparedness and regular use. Concentrated to 30 parts per million in a pure base of deionized water, 
water. This survival silver is the perfect fit for you and your family's routine and emergency supply. Colloidal silver is an amazing natural product that can assist your body's many healing processes. Do a deep dive, research the possibilities of colloidal silver yourself, and don't miss out on this limited time offer of $10 off. Try InfoWars Life Silver Bullet Colloidal Silver today. Available right now at InfoWarsStore.com. InfoWars is listener supported, and we appreciate your donations. But buy a product and support your health too. The curcuminoids in turmeric is one of nature's most powerful and beneficial medicines. Raw turmeric root contains about 5% of this incredible medicine. But our bodies has been formulated to contain over 95%. This makes bodies one of the most powerful natural antioxidants in the world. Combined with other natural herbs, bodies will help improve mobility, flexibility, and immunity. Get some today. Now 40% off. Support your health and support the InfoWar at InfoWarsStore.com. InfoWars.com is tomorrow's news today. You're tuned in to the American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. Welcome back, folks. Yeah, Europe not doing so well, as we just laid out. Britain is facing $100 billion tax jump as immigration surge stretches of public finances. People interviewed on the streets say, you can't see a dentist, you can't see a doctor. You certainly can never afford a home, but if you arrive illegally, you will be gifted a four-bedroom home free of charge, courtesy of the U.K. taxpayers. It may, in fact, be a home seized from a U.K. citizen who has spent their whole lives working and contributing and paying taxes and being a responsible citizen, they may be ejected from their home by the government so that they can house a foreigner who arrived yesterday. We've covered this before. We showed, uh, how, how did they phrase it? Uh, compulsory purchase order. They're issuing compulsory purchase, purchase orders saying, hey, you can sell your house to the government or we can just take it from you. You want to sell your house to the government? And then they're housing illegal migrants there. Clip number 18, UK government is being accused of seizing homes for migrants. Let's watch. Oh, yeah, this isn't just an American issue. I haven't looked into this whole Dutch thing, but it sounds a lot like what's going on in the UK right now. In the UK, the government can offer to buy your property, and if you decline, they can just purchase it anyway and kick you out. And they have certain areas, like certain towns, that are for migrants only. 
So I saw this one news story of a woman. She was an older woman, probably in her 60s or 70s, just bought the house in like November, got this letter January 12th saying the government was seizing her property. Here's their offer. And the offer wasn't even going to cover what she just purchased the house for a couple months prior. Not only that, but if there are any repairs that need to be done or that the government deems necessary, they will take that off of their offer price when they purchase your home. So they're going to force these people and have started to force these people to sell their homes to the government so that migrants can come and live there. And like I said, this person just bought her home back in November and now January, the government is saying that they now own the property and she has to leave. So for everyone saying, I feel like it's gonna get bad if we don't do something about it soon, like we're already there, babe, we're already there. As always, I look forward to hearing your thoughts about all of this down below. Do you think it's too late? Because personally, do I think it's too late. Uh, no, it's not too late. It's not too late. All, all that's necessary is a concerted effort to remove all of these people. What, what is too late about this? Some dude arrives two weeks ago with his family, put him on a boat and, and ship him back. It's really not complicated. It's really not that hard. Other countries do it to actually kind of brutal degrees. We don't even have to go that far. Just if you arrived in the last five or ten years, you go back. It's as simple as that. And there's story after story, places like Germany, where they say half of the money that's given out to uh, welfare recipients, immigrants, gets sent back to their home country. So they're just, just wholesale robbing the German people through the tax dollars. Then those are redistributed to foreigners who then send it back home to a really absurd degree. So, again, this is happening all over Europe. It's not impossible to get it back. It's not you know, irretrievable what's happened to Europe. It just is going to take a decision. It just takes the people in charge to say, expel the foreigners. And then the law enforcement will expel the foreigners. And then the problem is, is over and you can keep all your money and keep your home and keep your country and your culture and your children won't be raped and uh, everything will be fine and good. But uh, nobody's making that decision because we're, we're told that it's mean it's mean to have a country. It's racist to not send all of your money to foreigners who despise you. And here's the here's the real issue is that the two options in front of us are have your country go down in flames and spiral into incompetency, chaos and poverty and be called racist or kick the foreigners out and be called racist. So if the only thing stopping you from kicking the foreigners out is that you'll be called racist, guess what? You're letting them completely overwhelm your entire nation and they're still calling you racist. So kick them out. It's really not that. It's really, really not that hard. And when you look at countries that aren't white, that don't care about being called racist, they do this routinely. I mean, you can find example after example, places like Saudi Arabia, China, Japan, anywhere else where just whole groups of people, they go, you know what? You're not allowed to live here anymore. Goodbye. And they're expelled. And, that, and that's it. Nobody cares because they're not white. So they're not slated for destruction. So it doesn't matter, I guess. But again, the levels to which this reaches in Europe is the stuff of a parody. It's beyond imagination. Let's go to clip number 20 now. Here is uh, just one of the new Germans. Let's watch. Ein Mann posiert in Afrika mit German Autos. Und das ist mein Cabrio. This is my convertible, he says. This is the one I drive to have a nice time outside. 
front of the house is also an Audi with uh, Dortmund license plate. This is where Jonathan A. lives. He is a German citizen. In den sozialen Medien nennt er sich On social media he calls himself Mr. Cash Money and throws money around. In, in Germany, the authorities noticed this man from Nigeria, not because of the cars, but because he recognized 24 children in Germany and does not pay for them. We learned that the German state must pay for them. The children are from various women from African countries. Because he is German, his recognized children, their mothers and their other relatives uh, have a right to stay in Germany. In this case, these are 94 people. If you check in what people are entitled to in social report, energy cost supplement, child support, child support benefits, you can definitely say that this man costs the social budget, the taxpayer, uh, significantly more than 1.5 million euro. A year that posted by Lord Bebo or Bebo on uh, Twitter. Ninety-four dependents from one Nigerian man, all paid for entirely by the German taxpayers. The benefit they're receiving, I guess they get to watch his social media post where he flaunts their money in Africa. So this is this is the deal they made. I can tell you what, we'll give you one point five million dollars to fund your ninety-four person strong family with your 24 children from 24 different women in, in exchange we get social media posts of you throwing the money on the ground can we have a do we make a deal is this a deal here i almost i almost love the fact that you i mean on top of the 1.5 million that they're paying just to let this guy go to nigeria and and throw his money around right he's a refugee asylum seeker who came to germany got the social benefits, cashed the check, and goes back to Nigeria to spend it because he's in such danger and so scared and needs asylum. This is retarded, all of this, all of this. There's no other word for it. It is malicious, on purpose, by design, and we don't have to stand. Nobody has to stand for this. You don't have to stand for this. But I do love the idea that on top of the $1.5 they're costing German taxpayers, you also have German agents in some federal office trying to puzzle out the complicated family chart, the, the family tree of a man with 24 different children by 24 different women. Just w whatever bizarre calculus you have to do to figure out this massive and intricate family tree. German's fake fathers, Nigerian migrant calls himself Mr. Cash Money, claims to have 24 foreign children, all of which are being funded by the German taxpayers. So this is... Uh, Again, not even uh, a Europe problem alone. We have video here. We don't have time to go to it. But uh, Massachusetts is being charged $116 million in taxpayer funds to house illegal migrants. And, of course, they're building giant camps and spending billions and billions of dollars on illegal immigrants here in this country as well. None of this is necessary. None of this is required. These people don't need our help. They're taking advantage of us, and you're not a good person for being taken advantage of. You're not expressing a virtue by being a sucker and letting somebody rob you blind for their own benefit. It's not necessary. It's not good. And if we have to expel everybody and, and take all this money back and some innocent people get wrapped up in it, that's the fault of the scammers and the deceivers not people trying to do something right. So uh, this could be over tomorrow if you choose it, but they're not going to choose it. 
Hello, Americans. I want to share with you a story. A story about inflammation, the silent menace that lurks within our bodies, affecting our health and well-being. Inflammation, the root cause of countless ailments, quietly wreaking havoc over time. Long-term exposure to inflammation has been linked to a myriad of health issues, from heart disease to arthritis, even cognitive decline. But fear not, for there's a beacon of hope found in the wisdom of nature, a remedy that has stood the test of time, turmeric. And now I present to you Baudis from InfoWarsStore.com, a powerful blend crafted with precision, boasting 95% curcuminoids extracted from turmeric. It's good for your heart, your brain, everything. It is 40% off, back in stock, Bodies ultimate turmeric formula, InfoWarsStore.com. The eugenicists, over 100 years ago, were very public about their plans. They financed major universities, they ran full-page stories and advertisements pushing their propaganda in the New York Times, other major newspapers, that the family as we know it is a bad thing and must be ended. And the first step in that is getting women out of the household and teaching women that cooking dinner and taking care of their sons and daughters and husbands is a bad thing. And I was just sitting here tonight making dinner for my daughter, my four and a half year old daughter. My wife makes dinner a lot of times, but I like to make it as well. I love to make breakfast. And literally, it's the funnest thing on earth to make food for your family and be nurturative and then all sit down together and have that communal event. And that's what the system is attacking and bombarding, is our normal biological actions are coming together. They really are sick, evil, scientific cult of filth that want to domesticate us and turn us into lab rats. We cannot let this continue. In 60 seconds, I don't have time to tell you about all the incredible ingredients in TurboForce. But if you simply go to InfoWarsStore.com and look at the list of ingredients and look them up, every one of them is known to give you boosted, clean, focused energy without the letdown. We're talking up to 10 hours of clean energy per serving with TurboForce, exclusively available at InfoWarsStore.com. And it's discounted right now. And it doesn't just boost your body's clarity and focus and stamina. It also funds the InfoWar. So it's a 360 win. If you've never tried TurboForce, now is the time. It's got five-star Reviews. Turbo Force at InfoWarStore.com will take your energy and your clarity to the next level without the letdown, and it funds the InfoWar, a true 360 win. So go get Turbo Force today at InfoWarStore.com, and I know you will not be disappointed because thousands of others have gotten it, and it has five star reviews. Get Turbo Force now. Hey, let me start by saying you do a great show. Thank you. Hey, let me point out that I took X2 iodine. I started taking that stuff. The best iodine I think I ever found is what you guys are selling. When did you start taking and it? I, about four years ago, I had high blood pressure, and I was on blood pressure medicine. Mm-hmm. And I started eating a little better, but my blood pressure stayed high. And when I took X2 iodine, after about three or four weeks, I think my body detoxified of a bunch of metals and stuff that my body was storing. And my blood pressure came down to perfect level. And I tell people the only thing I did was X2 iodine. And even though I do think all your other products are good, I recommend to anybody that they start with X2 iodine because it detoxifies your body and kind of kicks your natural DNA in, into uh, full force. So in my, in my life, I found X2 iodine the best. I tried other iodines and they didn't have the same effect. But so X2 iodine, I really wanted to point that out. 
listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This is The American Journal, InfoWars.com. InfoWarsStore.com is the only way that we get funding. It's the only way that we are able to do what we do and oppose the utter, unrelenting madness of the New World Order. Is when you go to InfoWarsStore.com. Oh, look at this. I didn't realize that. I was just looking at my video sheet, and I was just about to cover this story, and it looks like Greg Reese made a video about it. So we'll, we'll show his video in the first five minutes of the next hour. But medical staff offers assisted suicide to Canadian woman paralyzed from COVID shots. Greg Reese and I on the on the same bandwidth here. But remember, it's not just American Journal and Band and uh, the Alex Jones Show and and the War Room, but Bandot Video, our proprietary exclusive video hosting site that we can't be canceled from, with the great reporters like John Bowne and Greg Reese and so many others, is all brought to you by InfoWarsStore.com. It is the hub this is the battleship infowars and we all play our part and you can support us by going to infowarsstore.com and we really do appreciate it and couldn't do what we do without you and without you spreading the word and telling people the information that you discover and trying though it may seem like a stretch right now to, to get through to people that everything they're being told is utter horse crap I know it's like really hard for people to get that through their minds, but it's like just accept it. You just need to embrace the reality. Just it's scary. I understand you want to live in a world where the press isn't the enemy, where the politicians don't despise their own constituents. I want to live in that world, too, but we don't. And we're not going to get there till you wake up and open your eyes. We're not going to have a system institutions we can trust if we don't hold them to account when they lie to us. So I also would love, I mean, can you imagine living in a world where the press isn't the enemy? Wouldn't that be amazing? Wouldn't that be incredible? If we didn't have an entire industry dedicated to gaslighting, manipulating, and ultimately despoiling and destroying the people of this country. The fact that we have one is wild. It really is just unprecedented in human history that a, that a country would allow their press just to dedicate all of their time to blatant deception with the expressed purpose of undermining and destroying the system under which we live. But we, we do. We live in this world. So you have to come to terms with that so we can undo it and not have to live in this world anymore. Not that complicated. But, of course, we are told over and over by the despicable liars that this is a democracy, and democracy is the highest value that anybody can ever have, and we have to fight wars and start wars and probably die and open our border all for the sake of democracy. It's democracy, after all, and that word has some sort of magical component to it that means you can justify anything even if it's the polar exact mirror image opposite of democracy, you can just say it's democracy and then it becomes a good thing. Like Ukraine doesn't have elections, not a democracy, doesn't have free speech, doesn't have 
independent media dissidents are jailed and or killed. Uh, the political parties that oppose the ruling power have been forcibly dissembled, uh, forcibly disassembled, destroyed. They confiscated all of their money and, and property. So not a democracy, but they keep calling it a democracy because that has a magical effect on Americans, apparently, that makes them willing to do anything to support these terrible people and terrible things. Not just America, obviously Canada, very, very democratic country there. Maybe, maybe we'll see. Let's go to clip number 17. Here's Trudeau. The actor reminding us of the importance of democracy in the face of the hateful totalitarians and authoritarians like Vladimir Putin. Here's Trudeau. I'm not going to talk about internal European dynamics, but I will say that in all of our democracies, in every democracy around the world, we are seeing uh, a rising um, movements of uh, either uh, authoritarian populism uh, or uh, skepticism about democracy itself. Uh, and we all need to recommit ourselves to standing up, not just for Ukraine, but through standing up for Ukraine to the very principles that make our countries strong and free. Um, it is a time where uh, citizens cannot take their democracies for granted, need to continue to be there, uh, to lean in, not just on being worried about uh, their uh, daily challenges, which are significant everywhere around the world right now, but making sure we are building peace, stability, and prosperity for future generations as well. And that means standing up unequivocally for the international rules-based order, standing for democracy against authoritarianism, against illegal invasions of another country's sovereignty. These are principles that uh, are under discussion in every country around the world. And I know that the two of us are standing unequivocally alongside so many others in favor of the peace and prosperity that ensures a better future for everyone. You know, we have to have peace, which is why we're, we're starting the war, right? We have to have principles to remain strong and free. But if you try to protest us, we will shut your bank account down. Uh, is it any wonder why people are skeptical of democracy? Because it's run by complete liars that deceive about everything, that it has not only utterly failed to uphold basic human rights, but is being manipulated to actively destroy the things that supposedly compose a democracy, the international rules-based order that we routinely flaunt, ignore, and manipulate, and then talking about invasion of a country's sovereignty while allowing in millions of illegal immigrants that are completely and utterly replacing the native population it's all hogwash. So while he touts the, the virtues of democracy and says we need to continue the war in Ukraine to bring about peace, let's take a look at how that democracy is going in Canada. Clip number nine, here's the Minister of Justice and Attorney General Arif Virani announcing the introduction of a new online harms bill. Let's watch. This is what the Online Harms Act will do. Under this bill, major online services will have three overarching obligations. A duty to protect children, 
a duty to act responsibly, and the duty to remove the most egregious content. This bill targets the worst of what we see online, content that sexually victimizes children or re-victimizes survivors, intimate content shared without consent, content that incites violence, extremism or terrorism, content that incites violence or foments hatred, and content that is used to bully a child or induce a child to self-harm. This bill will establish a new Digital Safety Commission to make sure that online services comply with their new obligations, as well as an ombudsperson to advocate for users and victims of online harm. Translation, uh, we're going to censor everybody we don't like talking. That's what that means. Digital Safety Commission, a.k.a. the Truth Ministry, that will determine whether or not your views are allowed or hateful. And in Canada, Liberals' new online hate bill contains $70,000 fines for speech and life imprisonment for hate crimes. But here's the twist. There doesn't actually have to be a crime. The hate itself is a crime. And if you're, if they decide you're hateful, you could be thrown in prison for life. No, I'm not kidding. This story is from a, a mainstream outlet here. In a move aimed at curbing the spread of what it terms online hate, the Liberal government of Canada has revealed its plan, including hefty fines for online speech and stringent punishments, including up to life imprisonment for hate crimes. Among the category of hateful content identified in the act are material that incite violence, extremism or terrorism, promote violence, or foment hatred, by which they mean criticizes a protective class, i.e. everyone except for white men. These amendments include the introduction of a standalone hate crime offense applicable across all criminal offenses with penalties exceeding extending up to life imprisonment. So do you understand what they're saying here? Standalone hate crime offense, meaning that you don't actually have to commit a crime. The hate is the crime and you can be sent to prison for life on the basis of that hate. New standalone hate crime offenses would apply to every offense in the criminal code and any act of parliament, allowing penalties of up to life imprisonment to denounce and deter this hateful conduct as a crime itself, the technical briefing explains. So we'll continue on this topic in just a minute. When we get back, I'm going to play that five-minute segment because it goes right along with this from Greg Reese about the fact that a woman was paralyzed from a booster shot in the Canadian healthcare system offered to kill her. Naturally sourced from the finest hemp plants in America, Rebel Zen offers the absolute finest quality CBD available and at the lowest prices. Extracted using a cold-pressed technique to retain the molecular integrity of the cannabinoids and terpenes within the plant, this full-spectrum formula ensures that your nervous system gets the full benefits of CBD. Premium quality organic CBD like Rebel Zen has been shown to naturally reduce anxiety, relieve pain, and decrease inflammation. People have reported a reduction in symptoms of insomnia, arthritis, seizures, chronic pain, and epilepsy. Several studies have shown it helps to reduce cortisol, increase serotonin, and boost vitality. Order yours today at InfoWarsStore.com. America is waking up to the sad and painful fact that we've been under a multinational globalist deep state intelligence agency controlled coup for decades in this country. 
They didn't have full control 30, 40 years ago, but they're really attempting full control now. And that's where we are. And InfoWars has engaged in the best long-term analysis of the enemy operation and predicted the resistance movement would form against it and the fact that we would have major successes against the enemy, but they would then double, triple, quadruple down. That's where we are now. So it's more important than ever that InfoWars stay on the air. I just want to thank you all for your support and spreading the word. It's more important than ever that we get funding. We try to make it easier for you to fund us by simply going to InfoWarsStore.com and getting great products that enrich you and your family's lives. I want to just encourage you all to not forget that without you, we won't be here. So please go to InfoWarsStore.com today, and I thank you. InfoWars.com is tomorrow's news today. Kayla Pollock was one of millions coerced and deceived into getting the deadly COVID shots when they were mandated in 2021. Could you tell us why you decided to get the COVID-19 vaccine? Basically, a lot of it had to do with the things I was hearing on TV. So there was a lot of fear just being screamed at me by not just the TV, but also like, you know, when you hear like the WHO is on TV telling you that this is like a deadly pandemic and, you know, people with immune disorders are going to, you know, die from COVID-19 more likely than other people. Um, you know, I was hearing about that and my dad was dying in long-term care at the time. In order to go see him, I needed the shots. In order to go to work, I needed the shots. A week after receiving the Moderna booster shot, she fell to the floor and was paralyzed for 30 minutes. Another episode happened a week later, and shortly after that, she became paralyzed from the neck down. The first doctor told her that this was something that often happens to people when they're upset, and that it was all in her head. He told me that um, this was something that often happens to people when they're upset and that I essentially this was in my head and the good news was that I would get better because I was essentially having an episode that was some sort of psychotic episode. I asked him when I would get better and he said, you know, it, it, it's up to you really. A second doctor was honest with her, but had to keep it hidden. The second diagnosis, a, a doctor came to me and he whispered in my ear and he said, I think there's something seriously wrong with you. I do not think you're faking. He said, I have a neurologist or a radiologist who's willing to read your report at home. If you go into the scanner right now, I can get that done. They found a massive lesion on her spine, and the doctor told her it was most likely caused by the vaccine and that he's seen many cases just like it. Most of it's going to be probably, I'm using my gut impression here, from the vaccine. So other people have it? Many. Many? Many. Kayla spent several months in the hospital's rehabilitation center, where the staff offered her medical-assisted suicide on two occasions which is the only assistance the medical system seems to offer. Rehab didn't do a whole lot. Um, I, when I was sent home from rehab, I was told that I'd be getting a lot of personal support hours, and I got home from rehab, and uh, for uh, four days straight, nobody came. 
If this story is disturbing to you, then it means you still have a heart and your human soul has managed to survive these dark days. The trauma has been too much for many who have disassociated into cold indifference and fail to fully recognize the crimes that are being committed against all of humanity. Celia Farber wrote that what has happened and is happening is by far the worst crime ever committed, worse than the atomic bombs and all wars combined. We all struggle to fight off the feeling that in some way we have already died. And the daily challenge is not to disassociate, but to bear witness, since every person still alive now is either a victim of the shots or a witness. And we should be prepared for these criminals to try this again. The mainstream media is now talking about strange cases of the measles. The highly infectious measles virus is spreading across more of the country, including in Florida, where a concerning outbreak is growing. And the latest CDC data shows more than 30 cases nationwide this year across more than a dozen states. Is there something about this year that is making people more vulnerable to the measles right now? Yeah, it's a combination of people not getting their vaccines on schedule during the pandemic and then just not necessarily getting to the doctor's office. If you are looking for ways to help, Veterans for Freedom have launched a Give, Send, Go for Kayla to raise funds for a service dog. Greg Reese reporting. That's available. Excuse me, that uh, video is available at Bandot Video. Medical staff offers assisted suicide to Canadian woman paralyzed from COVID shots. Or as the Slay headline puts it, Canadian doctors admit COVID booster shot paralyzed woman offer to euthanize her to make up for it. Sorry we paralyzed you. Can we kill you? Will it help if we just put you out of your misery from what we did? InfoWars is listener supported and we appreciate your donations. But buy a product and support your health too. The curcuminoids in turmeric is one of nature's most powerful and beneficial medicines. Raw turmeric root contains about 5% of this incredible medicine. But our bodies has been formulated to contain over 95%. This makes bodies one of the most powerful natural antioxidants in the world. Combined with other natural herbs, Bodies will help improve mobility, flexibility, and immunity. Get some today. Now 40% off. Support your health and support the InfoWar at InfoWarStore.com. You're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at Band.video. Welcome back, folks. This is the American Journal. I really feel the need to fully explain to you what exactly is happening in Canada, which when I was growing up, known for its sort of, I don't know, cultural softness, maple syrup. He's got the image of some kind of like pudgy white guy in a hunting outfit. Enjoying the day. That's, that was my image of, of Canada. Like a nicer America. Just a more friendly America kind of thing. Uh, but now they are a cesspit of evil, of unrelenting evil. 
whether it is made, which is killing tens of thousands of people, dozens of people a day, being put down like dogs by their own government, in some cases because the people can no longer bear to live with the injuries inflicted on them by their own government with the COVID vaccine, as we just saw in that Greg Reese report. But likewise, the new online hate bill is a very, very thinly veiled truth ministry, essentially, a la 1984. And I don't even have to add anything to this article. I'm just going to read to you from this mainstream article about what is contained within the liberal online hate bill. And it's beyond your imagination. It is is the craziest thing I've ever seen. So in a move aimed at curbing the spread of what it terms online hate. Now, remember, hate is a very convenient word because it means nothing. It means whatever you want it to mean. It just doesn't mean anything, really, at the end of the day. So, so again, very convenient to be writing laws where they get to assume the uh, reason you're doing something or saying something. They get to presume your state of mind and then send you to prison for life on the basis of that presumption. Full-fledged, just blasphemy laws, basically. This is a this is an, uh, the liberal inquisition being put into place here. Among the categories of harmful content identified in the act are materials that incite violence, extremism, or terrorism, promote violence, or foment hatred. Now I know there's another level of irony to this when you have Justin Trudeau extolling the virtues of democracy while simultaneously his government makes it illegal to say certain things. In public, there's a contradiction there, but the ultimate irony, ratcheting up the irony a bit, is the fact that Justin Trudeau is extolling the virtues of democracy in pursuit of continuing the Ukraine war, which I would consider fomenting violence and promoting violence since, you know, it's a war. So there's just another level of of irony on top of this, where if you want to promote the hatred of Russians – That's perfectly allowed. And if you want to promote the wholesale slaughter of tens of thousands of Ukrainians in a purposeless charade, that's fine too, I guess. That's not promoting violence. But if you oppose that, maybe that's promoting violence or or fomenting hatred or misinformation or disinformation. It's all arbitrary. The amendments include an introduction of a standalone hate crime offense applicable across all criminal offenses with penalties extending up to life imprisonment, life imprisonment. Maximum punishments for existing hate propaganda offenses are also set to be increased substantially. The new standalone hate crime offense that would apply to every offense in the criminal code and any other act of parliament allowing penalties of up to life imprisonment to denounce and deter the hateful conduct as a crime in itself. So the hateful conduct will be a crime in and of itself. Usually the way hate crimes works, is there a an add-on to an already existing crime? So if a, a majority or a not protected class, remember that is white, straight men, Christians, these are these are the people who can commit hate crimes against everybody else. So if if a white guy commits a crime against a black guy, the Canadian government and the American government, for that matter, comes in and says, actually, you're doing this because of hate, because of this 
ethereal concept of hatred. And so actually your crime is worse than just a crime. It's not you didn't just rob the guy. You did it because hate. So therefore you have to go to prison for extra years. But what Canada is doing now is saying the hate itself is the crime. How does that work? I couldn't possibly tell you. It's not supposed to work. It's not going to work. It's not real. None of this is real. It's very, again, very thinly veiled. Censorship. That's it. Just brutal, purposeless censorship for its own sake. That's that's all that's happening here. The bill would raise the maximum punishments for the four hate propaganda offenses from five years to life imprisonment for advocating genocide. Again, unless it's against the Palestinians, in which case not being against the genocide is hate. It's anti-Semitism. Because as you, as you well know, if you're against what's going on in Gaza, you're anti-Zionist. If you're anti-Zionist, you're anti-Semitic. If you're anti-Semitic, you're a Nazi. If you're a Nazi, you support Hamas. If you support Hamas, then you think that what happened on October 7th, uh, was good and justified and you want all Jews to die. So therefore opposing the war in Gaza is to call for genocide against the Jews. So you're not allowed to oppose that genocide. Or promote any others. Okay. Wrap your minds around this and understand it's nonsense. It's utter, complete, ridiculous nonsense that's designed exclusively to silence your opposition to anything the government wants to do up to and including genocide against you. So if you're advocating genocide, you'll get life imprisonment. It's very weird. It's very bizarre. I mean, the ICJ did say that what Israel's doing could very well amount to genocide. So is this is this a secret Nazi move? Are the, are the Canadian secret Nazis that are setting it up to imprison all Israelis and Israeli supporters in Canada? No. No, they're not. They're just making completely contradictory and arbitrary laws so they can imprison whoever they want whenever they want for opposing them. Because apparently shutting off their bank accounts wasn't effective enough. So from two years to five years will be the punishment uh, for the others when persecuted by way of indictment. Also, the bill would add a definition of hatred based on the past decisions of the Supreme Court of Canada to the criminal code. The text of the bill defines, quote, content that foments hatred as, quote, content that expresses detestation or vilification of an individual or group of individuals on the basis of a prohibited ground of discrimination. So, again, what what they're saying here is that from now on in Canada, the law will be that there are some people that you can criticize, some people you can vilify and some people you can't. There are some genocide you can call for and some that you can't. There are some individuals that are protected from criticism and others that aren't. The ones that aren't protected are white Christian men and women, probably for that matter. And the protected classes, the ones you cannot vilify or detest, are, are everybody else. So, again, you, you can't express detestation of an individual under this law. You understand? Do you understand what's happening? If you detest a gay person, not because they're gay, it doesn't say you have to detest them because of the thing that they are. If you just detest them, if you express detestation of a person who happens to be gay, life in prison. 
wish I was joking. Really wish I was making this up, but I'm not. Anyone will also be able to file complaints against others for posting hate speech online that is discriminatory against protected categories such as gender, race, disability, and others. Amendments to the Canadian Human Rights Act will let anybody file complaints against persons posting so-called hate speech within the Canadian Rights uh, Human Rights Commission. If found guilty, the Canadian Human Rights Tribunal can order those found to violate the government's definition of hatred with fines up to $70,000 and take down orders of the content. According to the text of the bill, the tribunal has the power to order payments of up to $20,000 for the victims of so-called online hate, as well as ordered to pay the government $50,000 if the member panel considers it appropriate. So now you have a $20,000 bounty on people to go around and try to find hateful, in quotations, posts. They'll pay you $20,000 if you can find somebody posting hate. That's, they're, they're, they're incentivizing this. Okay? Just utter madness. Really, honestly, it is, it is beyond description. The tribunal will also have the power to hide the identities of those who bring complaints against anybody who they deem to have posted online hate speech. Additionally, it can compel those who face complaints to not reveal the identity of those involved upon discovery. So no downside to reporting somebody for hate speech. Your identity will be concealed completely, but the person that you've accused will have their identity unmasked. They'll be charged $70,000, $20,000 of which will go to you, and you never have to even tell anybody who you are. And again, they have the standalone hate crime statute in here, meaning that you don't have to actually commit a crime to be found guilty of hate and sent to life imprisonment. Complete and utter madness. What else is there to say? Honestly, what else? How much worse could it possibly get? How do people not realize what's going on? Well, but it's hate. But you just can't express hate. And it's we have to do something to stop all the hate. The Human Rights Commission throwing people in prison for their words. Again, the irony is overwhelming. We have to go to war to save peace. We have to be totalitarians to save democracy. The Human Rights Commission is destroying the basic human right of self-expression. And it goes on and on and on, and it never ends. Now, yesterday we covered in Ukraine the report from the New York Times which apparently, because it's New York Times, now makes it fact, despite the fact that we've known all of this forever. We've known the people involved and why it's happening and how it's happening. But now the New York Times has said it. It is now in American consciousness. The effect that has had has been nothing. There's been no effect. There's been no slowdown. There's been no reporters asking politicians about it, holding their feet to the fire. Hey, if we're in war with Russia because America was manipulating Ukraine and overthrew their government and is building secret bases on the border of Russia. Doesn't that kind of change the whole composition of this entire war? Doesn't that sort of justify and actually confirm what Putin has been saying since before the war began? Isn't this all your fault, actually, for doing this in the first place? There's been none of that. There's been no questions asked. There's been no come to Jesus moment. It just passes over them like like a like water off a duck's back. It just doesn't matter. Nothing matters anymore. 
it's whatever they can trick people into. It's dizzying, the manipulation that we're under. So clip 15 here is a little compilation showing you some videos and interviews from the time that this stuff was happening. It gives you a pretty good timeline idea of how this all came about and what exactly was the impact of American CIA operatives and even the head of the CIA going to Ukraine to take control of that country and wield it like a like a proxy army against our enemies in Russia. Who we still haven't figured out why there are enemies yet. Well, there are enemies because Putin invaded Russia or invaded Ukraine. That's why, because Putin's evil. Okay. But we also invaded Ukraine, apparently. We just did it clandestinely and through a color revolution and a false flag massacre. But Putin evil. Remember Putin evil. So here's clip number 15. Here's a little little compilation for you showing you the effects of being friends with America. Various people have said that John Brennan, the head of the CIA, traveled possibly under another name to Kiev. And I just wanted to know, did he travel there? Does it have anything to do with this action? Just to No, it, ha- it happened uh, only in, in the, uh, some co- comments from Moscow. I don't know. So. Yeah, it was Russian disinformation. Were, were recently? I was in Kiev a couple weeks ago, yes. Mm-hmm. Could you tell us uh, what your mission was? Uh, I was out there to uh, interact with uh, our Ukrainian partners and friends. Ukraine's acting president has announced the start of an anti-terrorist operation in the east of the country. Ukraine is conducting an anti-terrorist operation, it says. What terrorists? Who are you calling terrorists? Ask the normal people being called terrorists. He has sent in troops to try to wrest back control of the east. I met with those people that are standing in the street. They speak about these people want two state languages. People want federalization. See this guy driving by cannons. Today there's a call to send the army there. Today there's a call to cleanse these terrorists. Today their own citizens are called terrorists. For what? I really believe we have the opportunity to save the country. For this, there's a need to stop the escalation of violence, stop military operations, to enter into negotiations. Now that uh, reasonable gentleman is being attacked by a mob. Your soldiers, we were following orders. An officer gave us an order, we jumped in our vehicles and gave up our weapons, that's it. And whose orders were you following when you came here? Guys, we're starting the process of disarmament, that's it. ...movement bill by Russian speakers in eastern Ukraine who are not happy with the current situation. We do have difference in my country, that's true. Every country has differences. But we are ready to bridge all these differences. Easter Sunday was anything but peaceful in this corner of eastern Ukraine. At least two people were killed in a gunfight near Slavyansk at this makeshift checkpoint manned by pro-Russian separatists. They say they were attacked by a convoy of ultra-nationalists called the Right Sector, whose power base is in the West. It's not clear what happened here, but this is exactly the kind of incident that could really blow this situation up into a civil war. U.S. officials say the vice president's in Kiev to boost economic and political assistance to authorities there. Speaking to its new pro-Western leaders, U.S. Vice President Joe Biden pledged to help Ukraine through the crisis, including an aid package of $50 million. We can help and stabilize 
stabilizing and strengthening Ukraine's economy by helping you withstand the unfair economic pressure being thrust upon you. We stand ready to do that, and I say the American people stand ready. Ukrainian people deserve to uh, determine their future, uh, again, free from outside interference. And that's what the United States is trying to do. And uh, to the extent that uh, we here at CIA can work with our partners in Ukraine and other areas to, to give them the, uh, the information, the, the capabilities that they need in order to bring stability and security back to that country, we will do that. Really powerful compilation. I'll have to find who did that so I can give them uh, credit. Because, yeah, it's... Really does a better job than even I could of explaining. Like it's, it's better just to see it play out as it did rather than uh, trying to explain the timeline in words. But you do understand what actually happened here, right? Just to go over the timeline again. Elected president decides to go with Russia over the EU. Then there's a manufactured color revolution sponsored by George Soros in the U.S. State Department and Victoria Newland, who attempted to overthrow uh, that government when the protest wasn't working on its own. Then they carried out a false flag massacre in which the Maidan protesters, 50 of them were killed by Maidan snipers from the Maidan-controlled buildings, false flagged, uh, false flagged this, this protest, turned it into a massacre and a, a massive conflict, overthrew the government, kicked out the duly elected president, installed a puppet president, and then the people in the eastern part of the country who didn't weren't didn't agree with the protest, didn't want the president overthrown, wanted to have the person they voted for that won the election, so they rejected the coup president and the, the coup leaders, and so then the American-backed CIA-trained people who were put in charge declared them all terrorists and went to war to cleanse the area of the people who didn't want their country overthrown by the American government, the CIA, as John Brennan flew to Ukraine the, Wait, at the you, cusp of this issue. Are you describing January 6th? That or? is, it was exactly oh. my next point. Uh, whether it's, it's Gaza or Ukraine, I can't help but feel a, a bit of compatriotism with the people in eastern Ukraine who simply were against the manipulation of their electoral system by American deep state operatives and in return have been called domestic terrorists and had a war waged against them. Yeah, but you're exactly right. This has a lot of parallels to January 6th, actually. If you oppose the completely undemocratic, totally totalitarian and oppressive actions of the deep state, you will be declared a terrorist, and they'll be saying they'll say they're preserving democracy by eliminating you. This is exactly what happened in Ukraine, and uh, that has led us to the precipice of World War III, which also seems to be the plan of these very people. John Brennan, you know, all the people in the CIA and the NSA, the people that ran the Event 201 program the people that funded the COVID research, the people that started the Russia collusion uh, lie that 
destroyed Donald Trump's presidency, the people that impeached President Trump, the people that, by the way, rigged the election of 2020 to keep Trump out of office and then put undercover operatives into January 6th to cause violence and justify a second impeachment and a full-scale anti-terrorist insurgency against the people of the United States who happen to go protest their actions. It is. They, they find these these playbooks that they can carry out, and they just do it over and over, regardless of how obvious it is what their real intentions are. And it just goes on and on and on. So I guess we can be glad that they haven't deployed tanks and, and bomber jets against us yet, but it's a matter of degree. And as I said, this has driven us towards the precipice of World War III. And as we are sitting here teetering on the edge of the cliff, beyond which lies nuclear annihilation, everybody from uh, President of France, Emmanuel Macron, to American diplomats like Victoria Nuland are doing everything they can to shove us that little bit over the edge and into the abyss. So we'll get into that on the other side. As we break down some of the the latest threats, yesterday we covered the threat of or the uh, head of the EU saying that Ukraine certainly will join the bloc, and Putin's response that said, "Well, if that happens, then NATO is going to be actually at war with Russia." And I want to remind you, we are the foremost nuclear superpower in the world, so maybe think about that before you do it. And that, of course, has done nothing to slow down or mitigate the onward rush towards the apocalypse, which makes complete sense when you understand that the desires of the globalists are all very easily fulfilled with a world war that gives them the excuse they need to censor, control, ration, and manipulate the public. We have to do something about this. Unless you've been living under a rock, you've heard how amazing turmeric is for inflammation, for your joints, your bones, your blood, your organs, your mind, everything. Well, we have Body's Ultimate Turmeric Formula with 95% curcuminoid extract. No one that we know of has it even above 85%. This is the strongest formula on the market, and it's way lower price than some of the top brands out there that are 75%, 80% humanoid. Body's Ultimate Turmeric Formula is amazing. You're missing out if you don't try it. It's discounted right now, 40% off InfoWarsTore.com, and it funds the InfoWar, a total 360 win. You owe it to yourself to try Bodies. I know you'll be amazed. Get yours right now at InfoWarsTore.com or call toll-free 888-253-3139. Bodies, 95% humanoid extract will absolutely blow you away. All you got to do is try it. Get yours now. Infowarstore.com. Please go to Infowarstore.com and get amazing products like Next Level Foundational Energy. If I don't have time to tell you about it, just go research it. It is incredible. Just get it and you will be amazed. And then at least you know you're funding the operation. Get a copy of my book. That keeps me on air. Signed or unsigned. Fundraisers, the signed copy. The Great Awakening. The plan to defeat the globalists and launch the next renaissance. Infowarsstore.com or triple eight two five three three one three nine. 
In a galaxy of endless energy needs, the power of turbo force rises above the rest. The force that propels you to tackle your day and face the dark side of fatigue. Turbo force ensures you stay sharp, alert, and at the top of your game. Don't let fatigue pull you into the dark side. Be the hero of your own saga. Harness the power, feel the rush, and take control with Turbo Force. Visit InfoWarsStore.com today, and may the Turbo Force be with you. InfoWars is listener-supported, and we appreciate your donations. But buy a product and support your health, too. Nitric oxide is an important chemical messenger in the body. It promotes blood flow, and it helps nerve cells communicate with one another. But over time, our bodies produce less of it. Full of amino acids to produce nitric oxide, Nitric Boost helps raise the amount of nitric oxide in your body. Nitric oxide is needed for strength, cardiovascular function, and healthy neurotransmission. It helps to improve blood flow, which helps improve overall immunity. Get some today, now 40% off. Support your health and support the InfoWar at InfoWarStore.com. Ladies and gentlemen, we're in a war against the globalist. And people can't identify who's a patron and who isn't. We want to identify as pro-human and anti-globalist. We want to let people know we're 1776 Part 2. That's why I designed this amazing 1776 red, white, and blue Gadsden flag shirt so you can support the info war and meet like-minded people everywhere when you wear it. When you wear these shirts, it creates an amazing amount of energy, and it's quite the adventure. So get your 1776 shirt right now at InfoWarsStore.com. And get your Team Humanity InfoWars limited edition shirt right now at InfoWarsStore.com. Ladies and gentlemen, this is antithetical, the complete opposite of what the globalists are pushing. So get both the Team Humanity and the 1776 Gadsden Snake shirts limited edition at InfoWarsStore.com right now. Spread the word, meet like-minded people, and fund the 1776 revolution worldwide. Infowars.com is tomorrow's news today. What happens to your country if this American aid doesn't arrive? Poignant edit from American Journal Program Director Dan. How appropriate that is to our continuing conversation of Ukraine. Yes, we are going to continue to talk about it because somebody should tell the truth about everything happening in Ukraine. That is 100% lied about on mainstream media in every possible regard. 
This is from uh, War Clandestine on Twitter, and I think he breaks it down pretty well, the, the recent revelations out of New York Times and the mainstream media. He says this at War Clandestine on Twitter, on X rather. In case you didn't hear, the MSM are now admitting that Ukraine is a CIA proxy, meaning Putin's invasion of Ukraine was not unprovoked, and that the U.S. are expansionist, overthrowing sovereign nations for geopolitical gain. The U.S. brought war to Putin's doorstep, meaning that every single thing the Western media has told you about the war in Ukraine was based on a lie. All the analysis you heard from pompous MSM talking heads was based on the presumption that Putin did this unprovoked just because he is literally Hitler. None of it was true. Turns out Putin's accusation of Western intelligence controlling Ukraine were correct. Therefore, his attack is more than justified. Just imagine if Russia funded Nazi militia in Canada, started a civil war, overthrew the government, then installed their own puppet regime, then put Russian intelligence bases and biolabs all over our northern border. Every American would be... Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the American Journal. I'm your host, Harrison Smith. Very, very entertaining show we have for you today, folks. We're going to be talking about immigration here and in Europe. We're going to be talking about, again, the, the war in Ukraine. We won't cover it quite as long as we did yesterday, but a lot of stuff to cover, so let's just get right into it. Here it is, your Daily Dispatch. All right, here it is, folks, your Daily Dispatch for Tuesday. The 27th of February, 2024, Ken Buck unveils resolution calling on cabinet to remove Biden under the 15, uh, under the 25th amendment. Representative Ken Buck of Colorado introduced a resolution Monday that calls on the cabinet to remove President Biden through the 25th amendment, citing his mental and physical health. Buck's resolution relies on a report released this month by special counsel Robert Hur, which cleared Biden of criminal wrongdoing. Well, that's incorrect, the Hill. Let me just, uh, Correct this story, uh, which uh, actually uh, did not clear. Uh, explained, which explained Biden's criminal wrongdoing. Okay, they did say he was guilty uh, for his handling of classified information after he left the White House in 2017, but said he was too retarded to prosecute. Too retarded. Okay. All right. We fixed that Hill uh, article. So there you go. He's uh, not mentally competent to be tried for the crimes that he did commit. And so Ken Buck is now suggesting maybe he shouldn't run the country and have the nuclear codes. I think that's a, a smart idea. Meanwhile, Donald Trump Jr. receives unidentified white powder in envelope at Florida home. Donald Trump Jr., the eldest son of former President Donald Trump, received and opened a letter containing an unidentified white powder Monday evening, sources tell ABC News. A hazmat team visited Trump Jr.'s home in Jupiter, Florida, after he received the piece of mail, a source with knowledge of the incident told ABC News. The test results of the substance came up inconclusive on what it was exactly, but officials on the scene do not believe it was deadly, a spokesperson for Trump Jr. said in a statement to ABC News. couple options here. Either this is the legitimate action of uh, left-wing domestic terrorists, of which there are thousands, or it was a threat from the deep state who will warn you before they kill you, or it was uh, Hunter Biden and he got the address mixed up. He's just trying to share the wealth, you guys. 
This is this the difference between the Bidens and the Trumps. The Trumps get sent white powder because there's a stochastic campaign of terror against them. The Bidens leave white powder around, around the White House because they're drug addict degenerates. Meanwhile, Venezuelan migrant illegally in U.S. charged for sexual assault against a minor in Virginia. Renzo Mendoza Montez, 32, has been taken into ICE custody and is facing charges of sexual assault against a minor. So I I guess we're averaging around one a day at this point, more or less, uh, you know, innocent American people somehow murdered or, or violated by illegal immigrants. I think it's the randomness that's. That's the real issue. Maybe instead we can perform some sort of sacrifice ritual to put American citizens on some sort of altar and murder them. We can sign up. It can be a lottery sort of thing. We shouldn't let the illegal immigrants choose which Americans we're sacrificing to uh, this this madness of liberalism. But that's just a suggestion. We'll get more into that later. Meanwhile, in Canada... Hold on to your hats, folks. Liberals online hate bill contains $70,000 fines for speech and life imprisonment for hate crimes. So Canada moving closer towards uh, love the gays or go to jail forever. Not a joke. And we'll get into that later as well. Finally, we have this Britain facing $100 billion tax jump as immigration surge stretches public finances. See, we need immigrants to boost our economy, and now it's going to cost you, the taxpayer, $100 billion because, get this, they're not actually contributing to the economy. <laughs> what? A shocking revelation? No. The plan. The, the plan is working perfectly, actually. This was always the point. Unless you've been living under a rock, you've heard how amazing turmeric is for inflammation, for your joints, your bones, your blood, your organs, your mind, everything. Well, we have Body's Ultimate Turmeric Formula with 95% curcuminoid extract. No one that we know of has it even above 85%. This is the strongest formula on the market, and it's way lower price than some of the top brands out there that are 75%, 80% humanoid. Body's Ultimate Turmeric Formula is amazing. You're missing out if you don't try it. It's discounted right now, 40% off InfoWarsTore.com, and it funds the InfoWar, a total 360 win. You owe it to yourself to try Bodies. I know you'll be amazed. Get yours right now at InfoWarsTore.com or call toll-free 888-253-3139. Bodies, 95% humanoid extract will absolutely blow you away. All you got to do is try it. Get yours now. InfoWarsStore.com. It's Tuesday, February 27th in the year of 2024. And you're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. I think it's time to blow this thing. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to The American Journal, Infowars.com, band.video. Share those links, share the videos. Just a, a crazy, crazy day we have for you. Sincerely, I mean, even just the source from the Daily Dispatch. Hate online hate bills that'll put you in prison for life. More immigrants killing more Americans. More terrorists, terrorism from the left that that goes largely unremarked. And of course, a president that is 
somehow capable of contending with our geopolitical opponents and wielding the ultimate resolve for nuclear war, but incapable of being tried for the crimes that he committed. Just incredible stuff. I've been in in awe recently just just thinking about the way that it just just news doesn't matter anymore. And I think I boiled it down to a couple a couple rote responses, like pre-programmed responses that the leftists have to uh, news that contradicts their fantastical worldview. And it's frustrating because we're, we're still it's almost like we're we need an upgrade. We need an update. We really need to come to terms with the fact that nothing matters anymore. It's a sad thing, but it is true in that we're still almost operating under this perceived situation where if something is revealed, people will will care. So like, you know, we'll be standing here crying from the rooftops. COVID was a lab leak. COVID was a lab leak. And people, I mean, they get what a big deal that would be because of the intensity of their pushback when you say things like that. They get from the outset when you say COVID was a lab leak, they're like, no way. No, that can't be true because that would mean that it was man man created. That that would mean that the whole the whole thing was was the product of some sort of scientific design. Th- that means that it could have been done on purpose. They get all of the implications of what something like that would mean because of how intensely they push back against it. And then two years later, when it's revealed that, yeah, it was a COVID lab leak, you would expect – some sort of catharsis. You were sitting here like waiting for acknowledgement of things that we say to be true. Then they're acknowledged and then just, and then just, it doesn't matter. And it turns out it doesn't matter. It just, it just keeps going. So the responses go in, go in one of two like equal or opposite uh, directions. Either the revelation that should in all, in any reasonable society result in like massive upheaval and major political movements and people going to jail. It either is just completely and utterly ignored and they just pretend that the revelation never happened. Right. So if you're talking about like Russian collusion with Trump, when it's finally all said and done and the investigations have played out and there's no evidence for it whatsoever. And then all of the evidence comes out that it was all a setup from the very beginning with the CIA and FBI and Clinton uh, campaign, all organizing it and, and planning it out and making it happen, you know, from the outset, they just ignore that. It's just like it never happened. It's just like they just forgot. They just forget that these things are disproven and they just continue on saying the same things they were saying before the entire construct was proven to be utterly fraudulent. They just don't care. They just keep going. It doesn't matter. It's kind of what's happening with Ukraine. Big bombshell story, New York Times. Yes, it was America aggressively going into Ukraine, organizing a coup, setting up bases for the CIA, using Ukraine as a proxy army. You would think that a revelation like this would cause outrage where people would go, wait, this whole war was your fault? Wait, you've been telling us Putin is just a aggressive Hitler-like uh, tyrant the whole time, but it turns out that everything he's been saying the entire time was 100% based on fact, and he had a very good reason to invade Ukraine because we had invaded Ukraine 10 years before. 
you would think there'd be some sort of revelatory process going on there, but but no, but but no, it's just not. They just it just doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. I guess. So that's one option. Just completely ignoring everything that's revealed that's contrary to your again fantastical, by which I mean just completely made up, completely divorced from reality in every possible regard. Either you just continue on as normal, as if you're you're the dream world you occupy uh, can continue forever without needing to actually interpret or contend with reality. That's one option. The other option is you go in the complete opposite direction, and instead of accepting the revelation and changing, you know, your ideas to to comport with reality. You go the complete opposite direction. You invert it completely. And this is what we saw with uh, Joe Biden with the uh, inspector general report or the, the special counsel report from Robert Hur that said that he did, in fact, take classified documents. He willfully did so. He knew he was doing it and he knew it was illegal and he did it anyway. And that is a crime and it would be prosecuted, except he's too feeble minded to uh, be prosecuted. Now, you would expect Again, that there would be some sort of reaction to this. There would be some sort of attempt to make that work in your worldview, either like come up with a way to twist it, that it's okay this is happening, or go, hey, look, this is really a, a problem. You know, I, I, I like Biden, but, you know, this is, the, this is the fate of the country. And if he can't handle a, a trial, there's no way he can handle being president. You know, maybe we should take this all into account. Or you can ignore it completely. Some people did that. But for the most part, what they did was go the opposite direction and instead say that Joe Biden is the smartest, sharpest, most intelligent, most on the ball, most coherent. And, and you know, his, his words are like poetry. Yeah, they just went the opposite direction of what was revealed. So it's all it's all very frustrating because, again, you would think that. When your entire worldview is proven wrong, you would you would think about that. You would make decisions based off of the new reality that's been introduced. But instead, it's just it's all just completely ignored. It's very strange that this is the case. It's very odd that this is the way the world works. I don't get it. I don't understand what hypnotism most of America is under. But I, I want to break it. We have to break it somehow. For the love of God, we have to we have to actually have a population that cares about reality it's without that what the hell are we doing here we just we live in a dream world uh unfortunately it is in the mind of a demon it is the de- it is a dreaming of a demon that we are all now having to uh experience so you would think that anything would matter but it doesn't actually actually it doesn't matter <clears throat> and this sort of applies to every story like we can just all the stories from the Daily Dispatch. You would think that when you're, you're bringing in millions upon millions of migrants on the basis of their economic contribution, when you learn that they are exclusively costing you money and you're going to have to pay billions of dollars more for the migrants, and when you bring in migrants to shore up and, and fill up the, the pension fund, but instead they change the law so you actually have to work an extra five years and never access your pension because 
all the money going to the migrants has drained those funds. You would think there would be some sort of come to Jesus moment where they would go, oh, so the thing that we're trying to do is having the opposite effect. Let's 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 sort of reform our ideas. Let's retreat and, and you know, reform our ranks and see, see what's going on here and maybe come up with a better idea. Instead, it just chugs along. It just keeps going. It's just it's madness. It's completely insane. But this is the case. This is absolutely the case. So uh, migration, that would be another one. When you're convinced that Republicans are just spouting hateful talking points because they they hate brown people because of the color of their skin, whenever they say, hey, you know, the illegal immigrants that are coming in, we don't know who they are. They could be criminals, and that could put Americans at risk. Then when you have a couple days in a row where innocent Americans are murdered or raped or otherwise assaulted in in brutal ways, you would think people would go, oh, so there is sort of a danger with illegal immigration. Okay, maybe maybe we do need to at least take this into account. But but no, but no, it just it just keeps going. It just keeps going and going and going. So uh, I don't I don't know what to do about that. I guess we'll take your maybe we'll take your calls on this topic a little bit later in the show, because how how do you. How do you get back to some semblance of sanity when every new revelation, it just goes completely and utterly ignored like it doesn't exist? It's very weird. It's very weird. We are living in in two parallel worlds. There is the real world. There is the liberal fantasy world. And they apparently have nothing to do with each other. Apparently there's no change in the real world that could have any effect on the fevered imagination of uh, the liberal elite and the the filth they're spewing to uh, the rest of us it's a very difficult thing a very difficult thing and i guess we'll go now to to clip number 16 because this is kind of a good example of this because we're not and we're not going to talk too much about covid today although there is some covid news we, we've got other stuff to talk about but let's go to clip 16 this is uh, dr phil goes on the view And tries to get the women to acknowledge what everybody knows to be true now. And so here you can see almost a clashing of the real world and reality versus the liberal fevered imaginings. And you can see how they just, they just, they just whiff right by each other. It's like they're both incorporeal and they just pass right through each other without any interaction. It's very strange. Here is uh, Dr. Phil on The View. And the same agencies that knew that are the agencies that shut down the schools for two years. Who does that? Who takes away the support system for these children? Who takes them away and shuts it down? And by the way, when they shut it down, they stopped the mandated reporters from being able to see children that were being abused and sexually molested and in fact sent them home and abandoned them to their abusers with no way to watch and referrals dropped 50 to 60 percent. So, there was also a yeah. pandemic yeah, going was, on they were trying to save, they were trying to save kids' well. lives. Remember, we know a lot of folks who died during this. So it wasn't people weren't laying Not around eating bond, but well, you know what? We're lucky. Maybe we're lucky they didn't because we kept them out of the 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 places that they could be sick because no one wanted to believe we had an issue. Are you saying no school children died of COVID? I'm saying it was the safest group. They were the less vulnerable group and they suffered and will suffer more from the mismanagement of COVID than they will from the exposure to COVID. And that's not an opinion. That's a fact. 
So it's absolutely true. Uh, well done by by Dr. Phil. I, I mean, just to be completely clear, no kids died of COVID. No school children died of COVID. That's that's actually that is actually true. No school kids died of COVID. <clears throat> and again, it, it, you you wouldn't. This doesn't happen in people's personal lives. There's something strange that occurs when it becomes an issue like this, where people feel the need to be idiots to to willfully disregard what they know to be true and people don't even do this in their own lives they if if you're doing something that you think is right but you learn that actually it's not solving the problem that you think it's solving and actually it made things worse you don't just keep going you don't just keep doing it right if you think that your house is being broken into so you get your gun and, and you go and you, you shoot the intruder. You think it's an intruder. You turn the lights on. You realize, oh, actually, it's your friend trying to play a prank on you. You don't keep shooting, right? You go, oh, my God, I thought I was doing something right, but I, I something terrible has happened. I'm so sorry. That was a mistake. That's essentially what, what we're dealing with here, right? Oh, my gosh, the pandemic, it's so dangerous. We have to shut down the schools. Meanwhile, we're all here going, don't shut down the schools. That's ridiculous. You're going to hurt the children more. Then you're going to help them. They're just like, shut up. You just want people. You just want grandma to die. But then we're proven right. And it turns out that, yeah, we didn't need to lock down the schools. And, yes, there has been massive, unrelenting, and to this day continued huge negative side effects to shutting down the schools. But instead of going, yeah, gee, that was a mistake, they they can't do I don't know why they can't do that. They would do it in their personal lives. They made a decision for their kid that turned out to hurt the kid. They wouldn't just keep doing it. They wouldn't go, yeah, but, you know, I thought I was doing right, so it was good that I did that to you. They wouldn't do that. So what what happens? What happens in their mind uh, that makes them willing to do – willing to go along with something that they know to be untrue? It's um, a mystery. If we can solve it, maybe we can save this darn world. But let's talk about one of these issues that happens sort of continuously, actually. As we've illustrated time and time again, because it keeps happening, because people refuse to learn from history and reality and what's going on in the world, where you've got illegal immigration into Europe on the basis of economic benefit, saying we need these migrants because, you know, our people have, aren't having children, and that's a good thing. It's good that the natives are dying out, but the economy is suffering, and that's the real concern. So we need to bring people in to bolster the economy, fill up the pensions. Oh, look, they're all on welfare. You're not allowed to retire anymore. This just keeps happening. It's France, Sweden, England, Germany. They've all raised their retirement ages recently after having brought in millions of people on the basis of, you know, filling the retirement funds. It just keeps happening over and over. Or in Britain, where they say, look, we need these immigrants. We, they're economically vibrant. We need the influx of people to keep our economy boosted. Then you've get, you've got a, headline that says Britain facing $100 billion tax jump as immigration surge uh, stretches public finances. Tax burden to rise sharply while public spending per head will barely grow. uh, Rishi Sunak's raid on workers and businesses will cost the country an extra $100 billion in taxes by the end of this decade, just as surging net migration piles more pressure on public services. The Institute of uh, Fiscal Studies has warned an an obvious and inevitable consequence as the vast majority of of immigrants into Europe, whether it's UK or Germany, uh, just go on the dole. They just go on welfare and provide nothing, contribute nothing, and fill up the uh, public services to 
uh, rob the natives of resources while attributing contributing uh, absolutely nothing. So let's first go to clip number two here. This is a YouTuber called Bald and Bankrupt. He usually goes to third world uh, places that are extremely dangerous and travels around. He's a, he's a travel documentary maker. Well, he went to UK recently and discovered some very chilling things going on in Britain to mask the complete degradation of the entire country. Here is Baldwin Bankrupt in the UK. Look at this, what they've done here to smarten up the streets of abandoned buildings. Over there you can see that house obviously abandoned, number 66. And here's abandoned too, and I thought actually it was some blinds in a window, but it's not, it's a picture of blinds in a window. And look at this, it's not a real door. It's a picture of a door. I suppose the council want to kind of make the place look a bit better and more up here. Look up here. This is so freaky. So it's like a UK Potemkin village, basically. The council, I suppose, to make the place look better, have put these fake windows and fake doors. And this is liberalism. So it doesn't look totally derelict and abandoned. Look at this. Completely empty house, uh, completely empty neighborhood, row upon row of empty row houses with pictures, images of... That's not a curtain. Curtains of a curtain. printed onto the window. Of uh, Potemkin Village? Uh, it's sort of the perfect illustration of, of liberal mindset. Do nothing to fix the problem. Cover it up. Make it look like it's not a problem so you don't have to actually fix it or, you know contend with the fact that your policies have failed. Clip number three is where Baldwin Bankrupt meets a German woman who's been living in the UK for 10 years and ask her about how the whole thing's going. Clip three. So I wanted to go, oh, I just ended up in Plymouth. So I is just, it getting better or worse? I never worse? wanted to stay here. No, I'm not going to stay here. I came out the bus. You've been here 10 years. You are staying here. You're never going anywhere. No, I go. Where are you going to go to? Germany. Yeah. Is it? Because the country is done. I mean, you can't see a doctor, you can't see a dentist, you can't That's get a flat. That's interesting. You, you know what I mean? Like the basic yep. stuff, I'm not talking about like... So are you saying Plymouth's getting worse or Britain's getting worse or what's your opinion? Yeah, yeah, the whole UK. I mean, unless you've got like lots of money and uh, big pockets, I think you can compensate somehow. Like, But um, lots of things like... Lots of things have changed. I mean, it wasn't that bad 10 years ago, so people struggling a lot. So. Yeah, people are struggling a lot, can't go to a dentist, can't go to a doctor, uh, can't get a flat, certainly can't get a flat. I mean, you know, real estate in the UK, completely out of uh, out of the possibility of any uh, normal uh, person, as she said, you know, unless you're really rich or, or for that matter, uh, an immigrant. Let's go to clip number six here. While native Britons live in filth, uh, their neighborhoods abandoned, their services out of reach for them. Uh, but the foreigners in the country, well, they get everything for free. Let's go to clip number six. Hi, you come to Countess 18? Florin's back with his family to collect the keys to his new home. It's very, very hard to get four-bedroom property in Borough, in Hounslow. Um, so our team have managed to find you something in Birmingham. Birmingham? Birmingham. Yes. Yeah, and Birmingham. Birmingham's nice. Nice place yes, to stay. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, very nice to stay. 
So you you will not come back to Hounslow? Yes, okay. yes, yes, yes. So you'll go straight to Birmingham now? Yes, yeah. yes, no. Okay. Yes. All right, you happy, yeah? Yes. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Thank you. The reason we're not housing more people in borough is due to properties not being affordable within London. So we try to help them in the long run to find a affordable property and a suitable property so they don't fall into the poverty trap. After two weeks in Britain, Florin and his family have a home to go to, 100 miles away. Bye. Do I think they should have been housed? <laughs> I think it's a, it's a, it's a yes and a no answer. It doesn't always seem fair, and in this case, I think the verdict will be open. There'll be some of you who'll think, well, and we're glad for them. We would do the same. Others might think, you know, here's another case of the system, you know, being exploited. Is it being exploited or is it working exactly how it's supposed to? For your family. Okay, so there's a, uh, what, family of, of six or something, can't even speak English, arrived two weeks ago. They have been gifted a four-bedroom home free of charge. Four-bedroom home free of charge. So just think about that when you read headlines like seniors, seniors sit on the answer to the U.K. housing shortage. Massive housing shortage there in the U.K. Almost 10 million U.K. households living in cold, damp, poorly isolated home, uh, poorly insulated homes as the uh, homes they do have are uh, falling apart. Uh, secure, affordable homes are the stuff of fiction, how young writers are responding to the U.K. housing crisis. So natives of the country can't can't afford houses. Their houses are dilapidated. The response from the U.K. is to both cover up the dilapidation with pictures that make it look like it's not dilapidated and to give away four-bedroom houses to large families that arrived two weeks ago completely free of charge. Does this make any sense to you? This is what the system's doing on purpose. This is why it's designed, how it's designed on purpose. Please go to InfoWarsStore.com and get amazing products like Next Level Foundational Energy. I don't have time to tell you about it. Just go research it. It is incredible. Just get it and you will be amazed. And then at least you know you're funding the operation. Get a copy of my book. That keeps me on air. Signed or unsigned. Fundraiser is a signed copy. The Great Awakening. The plan to defeat the globalists and launch the next renaissance. Infowarsstore.com or triple eight two five three three one three nine. In a galaxy of endless energy needs, the power of turbo force rises above the rest. The force that propels you to tackle your day and face the dark side of fatigue. Turbo force ensures you stay sharp, alert, and at the top of your game. Don't let fatigue pull you into the dark side. Be the hero of your own saga. Harness the power, feel the rush, and take control with TurboForce. Visit InfoWarsStore.com today, and may the TurboForce be with you. I'm not perfect. I'm under a lot of stress. But if I didn't have the supplements we have, we promote, I wouldn't be able to continue to be on air. And when you go to InfoWarsStore.com, you are funding the tip of the spear in the fight against the globalists in an operation that the enemy admits has been the most effective at exposing them. Because we're fearless and we don't back down. We got God on our side. But God needs to work through you. You've got to make the decision to get great products you already need at InfoWarsStore.com. And that is a 360 win. Nitric Boost, without me even knowing, became our number three bestseller. 
because people loved it so much. They had such great effects. Got all these natural compounds to clean out the blood, open up your arteries and veins and capillators, clean out your heart, your brain, everything. Well, we got an even better manufacturer. The other one was great, but one that's even better with even higher quality ingredients at a lower price. So I could never offer nitric boost because it costs us so much to make. And now we can offer it for 40% off. Infowarstore.com, nitric boost, finally back in stock. 40% off out of the gates. The InfoWars Live Silver Bullet Colloidal Silver has finally returned. To celebrate this powerful product's long-awaited homecoming, we're slashing $10 off the asking price, passing the savings on to you. Silver Bullet is the answer to Alex's extensive search for a powerful colloidal silver product that utilizes high-quality processes that has applications for both preparedness and regular use. Concentrated to 30 parts per million in a pure base of deionized water, this survival silver is the perfect fit for you and your family's routine and emergency supply. Beloidal silver is an amazing natural product that can assist your body's many healing processes. Do a deep dive, research the possibilities of colloidal silver yourself, and don't miss out on this limited time offer of $10 off. Try InfoWars Life Silver Bullet Colloidal Silver today. Available right now at InfoWarsStore.com. InfoWars is listener-supported, and we appreciate your donations. But buy a product and support your health, too. The curcuminoids in turmeric is one of nature's most powerful and beneficial medicines. Raw turmeric root contains about 5% of this incredible medicine. But our bodies has been formulated to contain over 95%. This makes bodies one of the most powerful natural antioxidants in the world. Combined with other natural herbs, bodies will help improve mobility, flexibility, and immunity. Get some today, now 40% off. Support your health and support the InfoWar at InfoWarStore.com. Infowars.com is tomorrow's news today. You're tuned in to the American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. Welcome back, folks. Yeah, Europe not doing so well, as we just laid out. Britain is facing $100 billion tax jump as immigration surge stretches of public finances. People interviewed on the streets say, you can't see a dentist, you can't see a doctor. You certainly can never afford a home. But if you arrive illegally, you will be gifted a four-bedroom home free of charge, courtesy of the U.K. taxpayers. It may, in fact, be a home seized from a U.K. citizen who has spent their whole lives working and contributing and paying taxes and being a responsible citizen. They may be ejected from their home by the government so that they can house a foreigner who arrived yesterday. We've covered this before. We showed uh, – how, how did they phrase it? Uh, compulsory purchase order. 
They're issuing compulsory purchase, purchase orders saying, hey, you can sell your house to the government or we can just take it from you. You want to sell your house to the government? And then they're housing illegal migrants there. Clip number 18, UK government is being accused of seizing homes for migrants. Let's watch. Oh, yeah, this isn't just an American issue. I haven't looked into this whole Dutch thing, but it sounds a lot like what's going on in the UK right now. In the UK, the government can offer to buy your property, and if you decline, they can just purchase it anyway and kick you out. And they have certain areas, like certain towns, that are for migrants only. So I saw this one news story of a woman, she was an older woman, probably in her 60s or 70s, just bought the house in like November, got this letter January 12th saying the government was seizing her property, here's their offer. And the offer wasn't even going to cover what she just purchased the house for a couple months prior. Not only that, but if there are any repairs that need to be done or that the government deems necessary, they will take that off of their offer price when they purchase your home. So they're going to force these people and have started to force these people to sell their homes to the government so that migrants can come and live there. And like I said, this person just bought her home back in November and now January, the government is saying that they now own the property and she has to leave. So for everyone saying, I feel like it's gonna get bad if we don't do something about it soon, like we're already there, babe, we're already there. As always, I look forward to hearing your thoughts about all of this down below. Do you think it's too late? Because personally, do I think it's too late? Uh, no, it's not too late. It's not too late. All, all that's necessary is a concerted effort to remove all of these people. What, what is too late about this? Some dude arrives two weeks ago with his family, put him on a boat and, and ship him back. It's really not complicated. It's really not that hard. Other countries do it to actually kind of brutal degrees. We don't even have to go that far. Just if you arrived in the last five or 10 years, you go back. It's as simple as that. And there's story after story, places like Germany, where they say half of the money that's given out to uh, welfare recipients, immigrants, gets sent back to their home country. So they're just, just wholesale robbing the German people through the tax dollars. Then those are redistributed to foreigners who then send it back home to a really absurd degree. So, again, this is happening all over Europe. It's not impossible to get it back. It's not you know, irretrievable what's happened to Europe. It just is going to take a decision. It just takes the people in charge to say, expel the foreigners. And then the law enforcement will expel the foreigners. And then the problem is, is over and you can keep all your money and keep your home and keep your country and your culture and your children won't be raped and uh, everything will be fine and good. But uh, nobody's making that decision because we're, we're told that it's mean it's mean to have a country. It's racist to not send all of your money to foreigners who despise you. And here's the here's the real issue is that the two options in front of us are have your country go down in flames and spiral into incompetency, chaos and poverty and be called racist or kick the foreigners out and be called racist. So if the only thing stopping you from kicking the foreigners out is that you'll be called racist, guess what? You're letting them completely overwhelm your entire nation and they're still calling you racist. So kick them out. It's really not that. It's really, really not that hard. And when you look at countries that aren't white, that don't care about being called racist, they do this routinely. I mean, you can find example after example, places like Saudi Arabia, China, Japan, anywhere else where just whole groups of people, they go, you know what? You're not allowed to live here anymore. Goodbye. And they're expelled and that, and that's it. Nobody cares. 
because they're not white. So they're not slated for destruction. So it doesn't matter, I guess. But again, the levels to which this reaches in Europe is the stuff of a parody. It's beyond imagination. Let's go to clip number 20 now. Here is uh, just one of the new Germans. Let's watch. Ein Mann posiert in Afrika mit German Cars. Und das ist mein Cabrio. This is my convertible, he says. This is the one I drive to have a nice time outside. In front of the house is also an Audi with a Dortmund license plate. This is where Jonathan A. lives. He is a German citizen. In den sozialen Medien nennt er sich On social media he calls himself Mr. Cash Money and throws money around. In, Deutschland ist in Germany, the authorities noticed this man from Nigeria, not because of the cars, but because he recognized 24 children in Germany and does not pay for them. We learned that the German state must pay for them. The children are from various women from African countries. Because he is German, his recognized children, their mothers and their other relatives uh, have a right to stay in Germany. In this case, these are 94 people. If you check in what people are entitled to in social report, energy cost supplement, child support, child support benefits, you can definitely say that this man costs the social budget, the taxpayer, uh, significantly more than 1.5 million euro. A year that posted by Lord Bebo or Bebo on uh, Twitter. Ninety-four dependents from one Nigerian man, all paid for entirely by the German taxpayers. The benefit they're receiving, I guess, they get to watch his social media post where he flaunts their money in Africa. So this is this is the deal they made. I can tell you what, we'll give you one point five million dollars to fund your ninety-four person strong family with your 24 children from 24 different women in, in exchange we get social media posts of you throwing the money on the ground can we have a do we make a deal is this a deal here i almost i almost love the fact that you i mean on top of the 1.5 million that they're paying just to let this guy go to nigeria and and throw his money around right he's a refugee asylum seeker who came to germany got the social benefits, cashed the check, and goes back to Nigeria to spend it because he's in such danger and so scared and needs asylum. This is retarded, all of this, all of this. There's no other word for it. It is malicious, on purpose, by design, and we don't have to stand. Nobody has to stand for this. You don't have to stand for this. But I do love the idea that on top of the $1.5 they're costing German taxpayers, you also have German agents in some federal office trying to puzzle out the complicated family chart, the, the family tree of a man with 24 different children by 24 different women. Just w whatever bizarre calculus you have to do to figure out this massive and intricate family tree. German's fake fathers, Nigerian migrant calls himself Mr. Cash Money, claims to have 24 foreign children, all of which are being funded by the German taxpayers. So this is... Uh, Again, not even uh, a Europe problem alone. We have video here. We don't have time to go to it. But uh, Massachusetts is being charged one $116 million in taxpayer funds to house illegal migrants. And, of course, they're building giant camps and spending billions and billions of dollars on illegal immigrants here in this country as well. None of this is necessary. 
none of this is required. These people don't need our help. They're taking advantage of us, and you're not a good person for being taken advantage of. You're not expressing a virtue by being a sucker and letting somebody rob you blind for their own benefit. It's not necessary. It's not good. And if we have to expel everybody and, and take all this money back and some innocent people get wrapped up in it, that's the fault of the scammers and the deceivers, not the people trying to do something right. So uh, this could be over tomorrow if you choose it, but they're not going to choose it. Hello, Americans. I want to share with you a story. A story about inflammation, the silent menace that lurks within our bodies, affecting our health and well-being. Inflammation, the root cause of countless ailments, quietly wreaking havoc over time. Long-term exposure to inflammation has been linked to a myriad of health issues, from heart disease to arthritis, even cognitive decline. But fear not, for there's a beacon of hope found in the wisdom of nature. A remedy that has stood the test of time, turmeric. And now I present to you Baudis from InfoWarsStore.com, a powerful blend crafted with precision, boasting 95% curcuminoids extracted from turmeric. It's good for your heart, your brain, everything. It is 40% off, back in stock, Baudis Ultimate Turmeric Formula, InfoWarsStore.com. The eugenicists, over a hundred years ago, were very public about their plans. They financed major universities, they ran full-page stories and advertisements pushing their propaganda in the New York Times, other major newspapers, that the family as we know it is a bad thing and must be ended. And the first step in that is getting women out of the household and teaching women that cooking dinner and taking care of your sons and daughters and husbands is a bad thing. And I was just sitting here tonight making dinner for my daughter, my four and a half year old daughter. My wife makes dinner a lot of times, but I like to make it as well. I love to make breakfast. And literally, it's the funnest thing on earth to make food for your family and be nurturative and then all sit down together and have that communal event. And that's what the system is attacking and bombarding is our normal biological actions and coming together. They really are sick, evil, scientific cult of filth that want to domesticate us and turn us into lab rats. We cannot let this continue. In 60 seconds, I don't have time to tell you about all the incredible ingredients in TurboForce. But if you simply go to InfoWarsStore.com and look at the list of ingredients and look them up, every one of them is known to give you boosted, clean, focused energy without the letdown. We're talking up to 10 hours of clean energy per serving with TurboForce, exclusively available at InfoWarsStore.com. And it's discounted right now. And it doesn't just boost your body's clarity and focus and stamina. It also funds the InfoWar. So it's a 360 win. If you've never tried TurboForce, now is the time. It's got five-star Reviews. Turbo Force at InfoWarStore.com will take your energy and your clarity to the next level without the letdown, and it funds the InfoWar, a true 360 win. So go get Turbo Force today at InfoWarStore.com, and I know you will not be disappointed because thousands of others have gotten it, and it has five star reviews. Get Turbo Force now. Hey, let me start by saying you do a great show. Thank you. Hey, let me point out that I took X2 iodine. I started taking that stuff. The best iodine I think I ever found is what you guys are selling. When did you start taking and it? I, about four years ago, I had high blood pressure, and I was on blood pressure medicine. Mm -hmm. And I started eating a little better, but my blood pressure stayed high. And when I took X2 iodine, after about three or four weeks, 
I think my body was detoxified of a bunch of metals and stuff that my body was storing. And my blood pressure came down to perfect level. And I tell people the only thing I did was X2 iodine. And even though I do think all your other products are good, I recommend to anybody that they start with X2 iodine because it detoxifies your body and kind of kicks your natural DNA in, into uh, full force. So in my, in my life, I found X2 iodine the best. I tried other iodines and they didn't have the same effect. But, so X2 iodine, I really wanted to point that out. Listening to the American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. Right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This is the American Journal, Infowars.com. Infowarsstore.com is the only way that we get funding. It's the only way that we are able to do what we do and oppose the utter, unrelenting madness of the New World Order. Is when you go to InfoWarsStore.com. Oh, look at this. I didn't realize that. I was just looking at my video sheet, and I was just about to cover this story, and it looks like Greg Reese made a video about it. So we'll, we'll show his video in the first five minutes of the next hour. But medical staff offers assisted suicide to Canadian woman paralyzed from COVID shots. Greg Reese and I on the on the same bandwidth here. But remember, it's not just American Journal and Band and uh the Alex Jones Show and, and The War Room, but Bandot Video, our proprietary exclusive video hosting site that we can't be canceled from with the great reporters like John Bowne and Greg Reese and so many others is all brought to you by InfoWarsStore.com. It is the hub. This is the battleship InfoWars, and we all play our part, and you can support us by going to InfoWarsStore.com, and we really do appreciate it and couldn't do what we do without you. And without you spreading the word and telling people the information that you discover and trying, though it may seem like a stretch right now, to, to get through to people that everything they're being told is utter horse crap. I know it's like really hard for people to get that through their minds, but it's like just accept it. You just need to embrace the reality. Just it's scary. I understand you want to live in a world where the press isn't the enemy, where the politicians don't despise their own constituents. I want to live in that world, too, but we don't, and we're not going to get there till you wake up and open your eyes. We're not going to have a system, institutions we can trust if we don't hold them to account when they lie to us. So I also would love – I mean, can you imagine living in a world where the press isn't the enemy? Wouldn't that be amazing? Wouldn't that be incredible if we didn't have an entire industry dedicated to gaslighting, manipulating, and ultimately despoiling and destroying the people of this country? The fact that we have one is wild. It really is just unprecedented in human history that a, that a country would allow their press just to dedicate all of their time to blatant deception with the expressed purpose of undermining and destroying the system under which we live. But we, we do. We live in this world. So you have to come to terms with that so we can undo it and not have to live in this world anymore. Not that complicated.
But of course, we are told over and over by the despicable liars that this is a democracy and democracy is the highest value that anybody can ever have. And we have to fight wars and start wars and probably die and open our border all for the sake of democracy. It's democracy after all. And that word has some sort of magical component to it. That means you can justify anything, even if it's the polar exact mirror image opposite of democracy. You can just say it's democracy and then it becomes a good thing. Like Ukraine doesn't have elections, not a democracy, doesn't have free speech, doesn't have independent media, dissidents are jailed and or killed. Uh, the political parties that oppose the ruling power have been forcibly dissembled, uh, forcibly disassembled, destroyed. They confiscated all of their money and, and property. So not a democracy, but they keep calling it a democracy because that has a magical effect on Americans, apparently, that makes them willing to do anything to support these Terrible people and terrible things. Not just America. Obviously, Canada. Very, very democratic country there. Maybe. Maybe. We'll see. Let's go to clip number 17. Here's Trudeau, the actor, reminding us of the importance of democracy in the face of the hateful totalitarians and authoritarians like Vladimir Putin. Here's Trudeau. I'm not going to talk about internal European dynamics, but I will say that in all of our democracies, in every democracy around the world, we are seeing uh, a rising uh, movements of uh, either uh, authoritarian populism uh, or uh, skepticism about democracy itself. Uh, and we all need to recommit ourselves to standing up, not just for Ukraine, but through standing up for Ukraine to the very principles that make our countries strong and free. Um, it is a time where uh, citizens cannot take their democracies for granted, need to continue to be there, uh, to lean in, not just on being worried about uh, their uh, daily challenges, which are significant everywhere around the world right now, but making sure we are building peace, stability, and prosperity for future generations as well. And that means standing up unequivocally for the international rules-based order, standing for democracy against authoritarianism, against illegal invasions of another country's sovereignty. These are principles that uh, are under discussion in every country around the world. And I know that the two of us are standing unequivocally alongside so many others in favor of the peace and prosperity that ensures a better future for everyone. We have to have peace, which is why we're, we're starting the war, right? We have to have principles to remain strong and free. But if you try to protest us, we will shut your bank account down. Uh, is it any wonder why people are skeptical of democracy? Because it's run by complete liars that deceive about everything that it has not only utterly failed to uphold basic human rights but is being manipulated to actively destroy the things that supposedly compose a democracy the international rules-based order that we routinely flaunt ignore and manipulate uh, 
and then talking about invasion of a country's sovereignty while allowing in millions of illegal immigrants that are completely and utterly replacing the native population. It's all hogwash. So while he touts the the virtues of democracy and says we need to continue the war in Ukraine to bring about peace, let's take a look at how that democracy is going in Canada. Clip number nine, here's the Minister of Justice and Attorney General Arif Virani announcing the introduction of a new online harms bill. Let's watch. This is what the Online Harms Act will do. Under this bill, major online services will have three overarching obligations, a duty to protect children, a duty to act responsibly, and the duty to remove the most egregious content. This bill targets the worst of what we see online, content that sexually victimizes children or re-victimizes survivors, intimate content shared without consent, content that incites violence, extremism or terrorism, content that incites violence or foments hatred, and content that is used to bully a child or induce a child to self-harm. This bill will establish a new digital safety commission to make sure that online services comply with their new obligations, as well as an ombudsperson to advocate for users and victims of online harm. Translation, uh, we're going to censor everybody we don't like talking. That's what that means. Digital Safety Commission, a.k.a. the Truth Ministry, that will determine whether or not your views are allowed or hateful. And in Canada, Liberals' new online hate bill contains $70,000 fines for speech and life imprisonment for hate crimes. But here's the twist. There doesn't actually have to be a crime. The hate itself is a crime. And if you're, if they decide you're hateful, you could be thrown in prison for life. No, I'm not kidding. This story is from a, a mainstream outlet here. In a move aimed at curbing the spread of what it terms online hate, the Liberal government of Canada has revealed its plan, including hefty fines for online speech and stringent punishments, including up to life imprisonment for hate crimes. Among the category of hateful content identified in the act or material that incite violence, extremism or terrorism, promote violence or foment hatred, by which they mean criticizes a protective class, i.e. everyone except for white men. These amendments include the introduction of a standalone hate crime offense applicable across all criminal offenses with penalties exceeding extending up to life imprisonment. So do you understand what they're saying here? Standalone hate crime offense, meaning that you don't actually have to commit a crime. The hate is the crime and you can be sent to prison for life on the basis of that hate. New standalone hate crime offenses would apply to every offense in the criminal code and any act of parliament, allowing penalties of up to life imprisonment to denounce and deter this hateful conduct as a crime itself, the technical briefing explains. So we'll continue on this topic in just a minute. When we get back, I'm going to play that five-minute segment because it goes right along with this from Greg Reese about the fact that a woman was paralyzed from a booster shot and the Canadian healthcare system offered to kill her. Naturally sourced from the finest hemp plants in America, Rebel Zen offers the absolute finest quality CBD available and at the lowest prices. Extracted using a cold-pressed technique to retain the molecular integrity of the cannabinoids and terpenes within the plant, this full-spectrum formula ensures that your nervous system gets the full benefits of CBD. 
premium quality organic CBD like Rebel Zen has been shown to naturally reduce anxiety, relieve pain, and decrease inflammation. People have reported a reduction in symptoms of insomnia, arthritis, seizures, chronic pain, and epilepsy. Several studies have shown it helps to reduce cortisol, increase serotonin, and boost vitality. Order yours today at InfoWarsStore.com. America is waking up to the sad and painful fact that we've been under a multinational globalist deep state intelligence agency controlled coup for decades in this country. They didn't have full control 30, 40 years ago, but they're really attempting full control now. And that's where we are. And InfoWars has engaged in the best long-term analysis of the enemy operation and predicted the resistance movement would form against it and the fact that we would have major successes against the enemy, but they would then double, triple, quadruple down. That's where we are now. So it's more important than ever that InfoWars stay on the air. I just want to thank you all for your support and spreading the word. It's more important than ever that we get funding. We try to make it easier for you to fund us by simply going to InfoWarsStore.com and getting great products that enrich you and your family's lives. I want to encourage you all to not forget that without you, we won't be here. So please go to InfoWarsStore.com today, and I thank you. InfoWars.com is tomorrow's news today. Kayla Pollock was one of millions coerced and deceived into getting the deadly COVID shots when they were mandated in 2021. Could you tell us why you decided to get the COVID-19 vaccine? Basically, a lot of it had to do with the things I was hearing on TV. So there was a lot of fear just being screamed at me by not just the TV, but also like, you know, when you hear like the WHO is on TV telling you that this is like a deadly pandemic and, you know, people with immune disorders are going to, you know, die from COVID-19 more likely than other people. Um, you know, I was hearing about that and my dad was dying in long-term care at the time. In order to go see him, I needed the shots. In order to go to work, I needed the shots. A week after receiving the Moderna booster shot, she fell to the floor and was paralyzed for 30 minutes. Another episode happened a week later, and shortly after that, she became paralyzed from the neck down. The first doctor told her that this was something that often happens to people when they're upset, and that it was all in her head. He told me that um, this was something that often happens to people when they're upset and that I essentially this was in my head and the good news was that I would get better because I was essentially having an episode that was some sort of psychotic episode. I asked him when I would get better and he said, you know, it, it, it's up to you really. A second doctor was honest with her, but had to keep it hidden. The second diagnosis, a, a doctor came to me and he whispered in my ear and he said, I think there's something seriously wrong with you. I do not think you're faking. He said, I have a neurologist or a radiologist who's willing to read your report at home. If you go into the scanner right now, I can get that done. 
They found a massive lesion on her spine, and the doctor told her it was most likely caused by the vaccine and that he's seen many cases just like it. Most likely it's going to be probably, I'm using my gut impression here, from the vaccine. So other people have it? Many. Many? Kayla spent several months in the hospital's rehabilitation center where the staff offered her medical-assisted suicide on two occasions, which is the only assistance the medical system seems to offer. Rehab didn't do a whole lot. Um, I, when I was sent home from rehab, I was told that I'd be getting a lot of personal support hours, and I got home from rehab, and uh, for uh, four days straight, nobody came. If this story is disturbing to you, then it means you still have a heart and your human soul has managed to survive these dark days. The trauma has been too much for many who have disassociated into cold indifference and fail to fully recognize the crimes that are being committed against all of humanity. Celia Farber wrote that what has happened and is happening is by far the worst crime ever committed, worse than the atomic bombs and all wars combined. We all struggle to fight off the feeling that in some way we have already died. And the daily challenge is not to disassociate, but to bear witness. Since every person still alive now is either a victim of the shots or a witness. And we should be prepared for these criminals to try this again. The mainstream media is now talking about strange cases of the measles. The highly infectious measles virus is spreading across more of the country, including in Florida, where a concerning outbreak is growing. And the latest CDC data shows more than 30 cases nationwide this year across more than a dozen states. Is there something about this year that is making people more vulnerable to the measles right now? Yeah, it's a combination of people not getting their vaccines on schedule during the pandemic and then just not necessarily getting to the doctor's office. If you are looking for ways to help, Veterans for Freedom have launched a Give, Send, Go for Kayla to raise funds for a service dog. Greg Reese reporting. That's available. Excuse me, that uh, video is available at Bandot Video. Medical staff offers assisted suicide to Canadian woman paralyzed from COVID shots. Or as the Slay headline puts it, Canadian doctors admit COVID booster shot paralyzed woman offer to euthanize her to make up for it. Sorry we paralyzed you. Can we kill you? Will it help if we just put you out of your misery from what we did? InfoWars is listener supported and we appreciate your donations. But buy a product and support your health too. The curcuminoids in turmeric is one of nature's most powerful and beneficial medicines. Raw turmeric root contains about 5% of this incredible medicine. But our bodies has been formulated to contain over 95%. This makes bodies one of the most powerful natural antioxidants in the world. Combined with other natural herbs, Bodies will help improve mobility, flexibility, and immunity. Get some today. Now 40% off. Support your health and support the InfoWar at InfoWarStore.com.
You're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. Welcome back, folks. This is The American Journal. I really feel the need to fully explain to you what exactly is happening in Canada, which when I was growing up, known for its sort of, I don't know, cultural softness, maple syrup. He's got the image of some kind of like pudgy white guy in a hunting outfit enjoying the day. That was my image of of Canada, like a nicer America, just a more friendly America kind of thing. Uh, But now they are a cesspit of evil, of unrelenting evil. Whether it is made, which is killing tens of thousands of people, dozens of people a day, being put down like dogs by their own government. In some cases, because the people can no longer bear to live with the injuries inflicted on them by their own government with the COVID vaccine, as we just saw in that Greg Reese report. But likewise, the new online hate bill is a very, very thinly veiled truth ministry, essentially a la 1984. And I don't even have to add anything to this article. I'm just going to read to you from this mainstream article about what is contained within the liberal online hate bill. And it's beyond your imagination. It is is the craziest thing I've ever seen. So in a move aimed at curbing the spread of what it terms online hate. Now remember, hate is a very convenient word because it means nothing. It means whatever you want it to mean. It just doesn't mean anything, really, at the end of the day. So, so again, very convenient to be writing laws where they get to assume the uh, reason you're doing something or saying something. They get to presume your state of mind and then send you to prison for life on the basis of that presumption. Full-fledged, just blasphemy laws, basically. This is a this is an, uh, the liberal inquisition being put into place here. Among the categories of harmful content identified in the act are materials that incite violence, extremism, or terrorism, promote violence, or foment hatred. Now, I know there's another level of irony to this when you have Justin Trudeau extolling the virtues of democracy while simultaneously his government makes it illegal to say certain things in public. There's a contradiction there. But the ultimate irony, ratcheting up the irony a bit, is the fact that Justin Trudeau is extolling the virtues of democracy in pursuit of continuing the Ukraine war, which I would consider fomenting violence and promoting violence since, you know, it's a war. So there's just another level of of irony on top of this, where if you want to promote the hatred of Russians, that's perfectly allowed. And if you want to promote the wholesale slaughter of tens of thousands of Ukrainians in a purposeless charade, that's fine too, I guess. That's not promoting violence, but if you oppose that, Maybe that's promoting violence or or fomenting hatred or misinformation or disinformation. It's all arbitrary. The amendments include an introduction of a standalone hate crime offense applicable across all criminal offenses with penalties extending up to life imprisonment. Life imprisonment. 
Maximum punishments for existing hate propaganda offenses are also set to be increased substantially. The new standalone hate crime offense that would apply to every offense in the criminal code and any other act of parliament allowing penalties of up to life imprisonment to denounce and deter the hateful conduct as a crime in itself. So the hateful conduct will be a crime in and of itself. Usually the way hate crimes works is there a an add-on to an already existing crime. So if a, a majority or a not protected class, remember that is white, straight men, Christians, these are, these are the people who can commit hate crimes against everybody else. So if, if a white guy commits a crime against a black guy, the Canadian government and the American government for that matter comes in and says, actually you're doing this because of hate, because of this ethereal concept of hatred. And so actually your crime is worse than just a crime. It's not, you didn't just rob the guy. You did it because hate. So therefore you have to go to prison for extra years. But what Canada is doing now is saying the hate itself is the crime. How does that work? I couldn't possibly tell you. It's not supposed to work. It's not going to work. It's not real. None of this is real. It's very, again, very thinly veiled. Censorship. That's it. Just brutal, purposeless censorship for its own sake. That's that's all that's happening here. The bill would raise the maximum punishments for the four hate propaganda offenses from five years to life imprisonment for advocating genocide. Again, unless it's against the Palestinians, in which case not being against the genocide is hate. It's anti-Semitism, because as you as you well know, if you're against what's going on, in Gaza, you're anti-Zionist. If you're anti-Zionist, you're anti-Semitic. If you're anti-Semitic, you're a Nazi. If you're a Nazi, you support Hamas. If you support Hamas, then you think that what happened on October 7th uh, was good and justified, and you want all Jews to die. So, therefore, opposing the war in Gaza is to call for genocide against the Jews. So you're not allowed to oppose that genocide or promote any others. Okay? Just wrap your minds around this and understand It's nonsense. It's utter, complete, ridiculous nonsense that's designed exclusively to silence your opposition to anything the government wants to do, up to and including genocide against you. So if you're advocating genocide, you'll get life imprisonment. It's very weird. It's very bizarre. I mean, the ICJ did say that what Israel's doing could very well amount to genocide. So is this is this a secret Nazi move? Are the, are the Canadian secret Nazis that are setting it up to imprison all Israelis and Israeli supporters in Canada? No, no, they're not. They're just making completely contradictory and arbitrary laws so they can imprison whoever they want, whenever they want for opposing them. Because apparently shutting off their bank accounts wasn't effective enough. So from two years to five years will be the punishment uh, for the others when persecuted by way of indictment. Also, the bill would add a definition of hatred based on the past decisions of the Supreme Court of Canada to the criminal code. The text of the bill defines, quote, content that foments hatred as, quote, content that expresses detestation or vilification of an individual or group of individuals on the basis of a prohibited ground of discrimination. So, again, what what they're saying here is that from now on in Canada, the law will be 
that there are some people that you can criticize, some people you can vilify, and some people you can't. There are some genocide you can call for and some that you can't. There are some individuals that are protected from criticism and others that aren't. The ones that aren't protected are white Christian men and women, probably for that matter, and the protected classes, the ones you cannot vilify or detest, are, are everybody else. So, again, you, you can't express detestation of an individual under this law. You understand? Do you understand what's happening? If you detest a gay person, not because they're gay, it doesn't say you have to detest them because of the thing that they are. If you just detest them, if you express detestation of a person who happens to be gay, life in prison. <laughs> wish I was joking. Really wish I was making this up, but I'm not. Anyone will also be able to file complaints against others for posting hate speech online that is discriminatory against protected categories such as gender, race, disability, and others. Amendments to the Canadian Human Rights Act will let anybody file complaints against persons posting so-called hate speech within the Canadian Rights uh, Human Rights Commission. If found guilty, the Canadian Human Rights Tribunal can order those found to violate the government's definition of hatred with fines up to $70,000 and take down orders of the content. According to the text of the bill, the tribunal has the power to order payments of up to $20,000 for the victims of so-called online hate, as well as ordered to pay the government $50,000 if the member panel considers it appropriate. So now you have a $20,000 bounty on people to go around and try to find hateful, in quotations, posts. They're, they'll pay you $20,000 if you can find somebody posting hate. That's, they're, they're, they're incentivizing this. Okay? Just utter madness. Really, honestly, it is, it is beyond description. The tribunal will also have the power to hide the identities of those who bring complaints against anybody who they deem to have posted online hate speech. Additionally, it can compel those who face complaints to not reveal the identity of those involved upon discovery. So no downside to reporting somebody for hate speech. Your identity will be concealed completely, but the person that you've accused will have their identity unmasked. They'll be charged $70,000, $20,000 of which will go to you, and you never have to even tell anybody who you are. And again, they have the standalone hate crime statute in here, meaning that you don't have to actually commit a crime to be found guilty of hate and sent to life imprisonment. Complete and utter madness. What else is there to say? Honestly, what else? How much worse could it possibly get? How do people not realize what's going on? Well, but it's hate. But you just can't express hate. And it's we have to do something to stop all the hate. The Human Rights Commission throwing people in prison for their words. Again, the irony is overwhelming. We have to go to war to save peace. We have to be totalitarians to save democracy. The Human Rights Commission is destroying the basic human right of self-expression. And it goes on and on and on, and it never ends. Now, yesterday we covered in Ukraine the report from the New York Times which apparently because it's New York Times now makes it fact, despite the fact that we've known all of this 
forever. We've known the people involved and why it's happening and how it's happening. But now the New York Times has said it. It is now in American consciousness. The effect that has had has been nothing. There's been no effect. There's been no slowdown. There's been no reporters asking politicians about it, holding their feet to the fire. Hey, if we're in war with Russia because America was manipulating Ukraine and overthrew their government and is building secret bases on the border of Russia, doesn't that kind of change the whole composition of this entire war? Doesn't that sort of justify and actually confirm what Putin has been saying since before the war began? Isn't this all your fault, actually, for doing this in the first place? There's been none of that. There's been no questions asked. There's been no come-to-Jesus moment. It just passes over them like like a like water off a duck's back. It just doesn't matter. Nothing matters anymore. It's whatever they can trick people into. It's dizzying, the manipulation that we're under. So clip 15 here is a little compilation showing you some videos and interviews from the time that this stuff was happening. It gives you a pretty good timeline idea of how this all came about and what exactly was the impact of American CIA operatives and even the head of the CIA going to Ukraine to take control of that country and wield it like a like a proxy army against our enemies in Russia, who we still haven't figured out why there are enemies yet. Well, there are enemies because Putin invaded Russia or invaded Ukraine. That's why, because Putin's evil. Okay. But we also invaded Ukraine, apparently. We just did it clandestinely and through a color revolution and a false flag massacre. But Putin evil. Remember Putin evil. So here's clip number 15. Here's a little little compilation for you showing you the effects of being friends with America. Various people have said that John Brennan, the head of the CIA, traveled possibly under another name to Kiev. And I just wanted to know, did he travel there? Does it have anything to do with this action? Just to No, it, ha- it happened uh, only in, in the, uh, some co- comments from Moscow. I don't know. So. Yeah, it was Russian disinformation. Were, were recently? I was in Kiev a couple weeks ago, yes. Mm-hmm. Could you tell us uh, what your mission was? Uh, I was out there to uh, interact with uh, our Ukrainian partners and friends. Ukraine's acting president has announced the start of an anti-terrorist operation in the east of the country. Ukraine is conducting an anti-terrorist operation, it says. What terrorists? Who are you calling terrorists? Ask the normal people being called terrorists. Kiev sent in troops to try to wrest back control of the east. I met with those people that are standing in the street. They speak about these people want two state languages. People want federalization. See this guy driving by cannons. Today there's a call to send the army there. Today there's a call to cleanse these terrorists. Today their own citizens are called terrorists. For what? I really believe we have the opportunity to save the country. For this, there's a need to stop the escalation of violence, stop military operations, to enter into negotiations. Now that uh, reasonable gentleman is being attacked by a mob. Uh, 
We are soldiers. We are following orders. An officer gave us an order. We jumped in our vehicles and gave up our weapons. That's it. And whose orders were you following when you came here? Guys, we're starting the process of disarmament. That's it. Movement, though, by Russian speakers in eastern Ukraine who are not happy with the current situation. We do have difference in my country. That's true. Every country has differences. But we are ready to bridge all these differences. Easter Sunday was anything but peaceful in this corner of eastern Ukraine. At least two people were killed in a gunfight near Slavyansk at this makeshift checkpoint manned by pro-Russian separatists. They say they were attacked by a convoy of ultra-nationalists called the Right Sector, whose power base is in the West. It's not clear what happened here, but this is exactly the kind of incident that could really blow this situation up into a civil war. U.S. officials say the vice president's in Kiev to boost economic and political assistance to authorities there. Speaking to its new pro-Western leaders, U.S. Vice President Joe Biden pledged to help Ukraine through the crisis, including an aid package of $50 million. We can help in stabilizing and strengthening Ukraine's economy by helping you withstand the unfair economic pressure being thrust upon you. We stand ready to do that, and I say the American people stand ready. Ukrainian people deserve to uh, determine their future, uh, again, free from outside interference. And that's what the United States is trying to do. And uh, to the extent that uh, we here at CIA can work with our partners in Ukraine and other areas to, to give them the, uh, the information, the, the capabilities that they need in order to bring stability and security back to that country, we will do that. Really powerful compilation. I'll have to find who did that so I can give them uh, credit. Because, yeah, it's... Really does a better job than even I could of explaining. Like it's, it's better just to see it play out as it did rather than uh, trying to explain the timeline in words. But you do understand what actually happened here, right? Just to go over the timeline again. Elected president decides to go with Russia over the EU. Then there's a manufactured color revolution sponsored by George Soros in the U.S. State Department and Victoria Newland, who attempted to overthrow uh, that government when the protest wasn't working on its own. Then they carried out a false flag massacre in which the Maidan protesters, 50 of them were killed by Maidan snipers from the Maidan-controlled buildings, false flagged, uh, false flagged this, this protest, turned it into a massacre and a, a massive conflict, overthrew the government, kicked out the duly elected president, installed a puppet president, and then the people in the eastern part of the country 